0: Locked Talk Radio. Hello there, RTUers. Just want to thank you for listening to the podcast as we enter season three. And also let you know that you can download the latest RTU podcast directly to your iPhone or iPad or iPod by clicking on the iTunes link on the main Blog Talk Radio Ready to Unload page. You click on that, that subscribes you to our feed. Every time you plug in your device, you get the latest episode of Ready to Unload. We'd love you to do it. In the meantime, enjoy this episode of Radio Unload with Cal and Stampy. Welcome to Ready to Unload with Cal and Sam Pete. It's Groundhog Day. Yes, it's February the second, two thousand and twelve. Groundhog Day here in the states. Here stateside. I'm one of your hosts, Steve San Pietro, for Ready to Unload with Cal and Sam Pete, episode number three hundred four, the Super Bowl show. And uh, let's not waste any time. Let's uh, bring in my partner in crime, my partner in grime. My partner <laughs> in a slice of lime. Gosh, I keep forgetting to look up the rhyming page that my buddy Jay McFally sent me. My bad. Uh let's bring him in. Let's get him out here About on time. stage. Partner About- <laughs> About- Now, nah, too obvious. Too on the nose. Too on the nose. Here he is, uh, direct from Comac, live, and in your living rooms, Brian Calniva calpino caliente, Calvi. Hey. hey, hey,
1: buddy. Hey, you know, I don't think I've ever heard someone announce Groundhog Day in such a sing-song fashion
0: before. Well, I was trying to do the movie there. Oh, See, we, if we were, we were if we were smart, we would do it in unison. Right. It's funny though because I was going to try to
1: avoid. All references to that movie, if possible. And that's how you, that was the first words out of your mouth.
0: My favorite tweet of the day was, and, and, uh, was the, uh, somebody tweeted, Do you think Bill Murray has bought himself an island and goes there every February 2nd? <laughs> just so he doesn't have to answer questions about Groundhog Day? I'll tell you what, Bry, underrated movie, my friend. Tremendously underrated movie. And somebody oh, else. Yeah, said, I don't. I don't think PJ likes that game. The rated game. Oh, well, <laughs> we we're into it already. <laughs> Be careful With that <laughs> last week's episode, uh, I, I. And I got this game from our buddy Keith. By the way, Calhorse. Not some, some my fault. Whose <laughs> whose band is playing tomorrow night? Let's give a plug for his band. Hmm. They're playing tomorrow night down in uh, Alphabet City, in the city there. Nice Sister Shakedown. Gonna go see uh, our friend Keith Wilson's band tomorrow night. What a great name. Good name, right? I like that name. Yeah, it it doesn't work if you say it like a real Italian. Like who? Wh- what band are you going to see tonight? Sister Shakedown. Right. Doesn't it's like, like a real kind of like a New Yorker, like Italian. Sister yeah. Shakedown, it's a good band. You know who's good? Sister Shakedown.
2: sound right. like Bert Young again. <laughs> That's
0: right. Holy. Again. Rated underrated. Or overrated.
3: Oh my God!
0: <laughs> Let's bring him in too, Cal. It's the Super Bowl show, so it's all How how could he not be on board with this? I know you of all this people. Is this is, is wheelhouse. Pop culture, PJ. You should be. You should love rated, underrated, overrated.
2: I like underrated. No, you can't use it. <laughs> I I am very outspoken on overrated. I always participate on overrated. Rated is meaningless.
0: It's not meaning. How does that it's not make saying,
2: sense? Does this thing simply exist? Why? Well, yes, it does.
0: It gets the proper amount of accolades. The, the, just a nice amount. It's not overrated. It's not underrated. It's cooked perfectly, appropriately rated. But that's too long to say. Exactly. So you just
1: no, say? No, I'm
2: sorry. No, you need. It needs to be a modifier or qualifier.
0: A F- language. F- Fine. We'll do overrated, underrated, appropriately rated. Does that make you no. feel? No.
2: See, no. If that's got no ring to it, you owe it to yourself and to the quality of this show to come up with something that has a ring to it. Something How about rated. Sit- How about fair rated? Fair rated. Fairly rated
0: fairly leaves me a little cold. Yeah. It's a little uh, it's, uh, it's a little no.
2: Utilitarian.
0: You, that's right. You're
4: you, that's a big word.
0: How about you, <laughs> utilitarian rated. Um I PJ, bought my
2: big fat wallet and I got a bunch of 10 dollar words tonight so watch out. Exactly. <laughs> Peach,
0: I I appreciate your passion for the show. It's admirable. I love that you want uh we're going to we have 2 hours here to kill. We got a lot of Super Bowl to talk about, but that's gonna that's gonna take us about maybe nine minutes.
2: Let's make up a fantasy playlist for Sister Shakedown while we're at
0: it. Let's, let's make up a nice playlist for Sister. Sh- I saw Sister Shakedown last night. You know, you know what? They didn't play Sister Shakes.
2: I couldn't believe it. I thought they was gonna gonna open up with Rosalita. <laughs> Sister you, know they, you, know they, you know what they did play though?
0: He's a Gavon. That's right. That's, that's a good song. Luna. He's, a, he's,
2: a, he's a Gavon. He's a Gavon. That's a good
0: song. I like that song. Uh, Gavon literally means uh, uh, pig or like slovenly. Did you know that? Yes. It's
2: the B side the Jersey Girl, you know.
0: It was the B side to Jersey Girl. That's correct. Uh, welcome to the show, uh, Bishop Pop Culture PJ. Good to have you, as always. Your passion is admirable. A pleasure uh,
2: to be here. My partner in his prime. How about that one? That rhymes. Also
0: excellent. Not nice. accurate my, but my it partner
2: worth the climb.
0: Not very nice. Uh how about my partner nice with to a, a. find. I,
2: he I, I <laughs> choke.
0: Why do I choke?
2: The mental game that you brought nothing.
0: Do you know how many songs I've written? <laughs> They're not good, but I could rhyme.
2: No, no, not true. You can oh, you can put oh. words together.
0: Look, look what you did. You're being nice now.
2: I am. You know why?
0: I, you want to raise? I don't know.
2: <laughs> because I want to talk about Sister Shakedown. I <laughs> think that's about... the best thing you've said in a while. Sister <laughs>
0: Shakedown. <laughs> You know,
1: now that you mentioned it, his performance evaluation is due soon. So we probably—that's right—greasing the skids a little bit.
2: I, uh, I well, you know I would what? like to remind you of the times that I uh, that I came on with a cold. I would like mm-hmm. that taken into consideration.
1: Put it all in your self evaluation. Drop it off in our always mailbox, and we'll take it under
2: consideration. This is internet radio, and I'm always sober. Thank you.
0: Always, you're the one. Um, we got to talk about the Super Bowl, guys, obviously. But uh, but before we get to that, wait, what were we going to rate? Groundhog Day, the movie. Groundhog Day, the movie. Give me, give me uh, overrated, underrated,
2: apropos-rated. Appropri- <laughs> appropriated. <laughs> That's not the right word. It rhymes,
0: though. I misappropriated the... Uh, yeah, good. Appropriated. Apropos, rated. How about that? That's got a little flair, peach, doesn't it?
2: I think I think Groundhog Day is underrated.
0: As do I, Cal. Agree?
2: But I it's believe re- it, takes re- it takes revisiting. I don't think anybody walks away from the first viewing of Groundhog Day and says, what a great little comic gem. You, you got to go back to it and just and see what they're doing. You guys,
0: uh, you you guys are like this. I saw like a, a top twelve things you didn't know about Groundhog Day today.
2: I'm sure I didn't know any of them.
0: And they were, supposedly though they were direct from Mr. Murray, direct from uh, oh. Murray. And one of them was uh, Murray and Harold Ramis supposedly uh, fought the whole time over what the tone of the movie should be. Where Murray wanted it to be philosophical and Harold Ramis wanted the comedy and the, and the hijinks. And you can, I think if you think about that movie, you can see those.
3: Uh, uh, the battle.
0: Yeah, you can see those forces at work where like there's some really philosophical stuff. Like what would you do if you had eternity?
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: and then there's, uh, you know, he's driving uh, with a groundhog and the groundhog's driving the car. <laughs> mm.
2: that, was <laughs> and, funny. And that was funny. That was funny.
0: Yes, and then slapstick ensues. Don't drive angry. Very quotable movie, by the way. How about um, Groundhog Day, the day?
1: Overrated, underrated, or appropriately rated?
0: (laughs) I think unbelievably overrated. Yeah. Completely overrated.
1: As a
2: matter of fact, the term overrated in this instance is an understatement
1: he <laughs> right. couldn't be more overrated It not couldn't be more
2: up. overrated
0: I uh yeah I think it's uh I think what he says as Phil Connors look at these people lined up <laughs> freezing cold weather to see a rat <laughs> uh, I think is uh is P- Puxatawney you can't get on Puxatawney shouldn't Puxatawney have a uh is that how you say it Puxatawney? Puxatawney Puxatawney Punks, but there's like an X in there. Yeah, punks. Punks and X. Oh, funny.
2: Punky! Wait
0: a minute. <laughs> and we have a uh, Donald Moffat. No, who was that? <laughs> oh boy, who was that? Now I oh, he plays his name, was, his name was George
1: in the
2: show. Oh, Punky, you're not a groundhog.
0: <laughs> is that the uh, was that the very special Groundhog's Day episode of Punky Brewster?
2: Yeah, it's where she crawls into a te- uh, tree trunk and
0: <laughs>
2: that man, out that for a man's day. Name,
1: That man's name is George Gaines, and he played photographer
0: Henry Warnemont. Henry Warnemont. So, let me get this straight. It was a photographer that took in like a nine-year-old girl. He was an elderly widowed gentleman. Single elderly so widowed gentleman photographer. That's so how he's described. Takes in a uh, like a ten-year-old girl.
2: Yeah, we do fun. projects on the weekends. Oh, Punky. <laughs> You're developing nicely.
0: Social services.
2: <laughs> that wow. was a very special Difus episode of Punky Brewster.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man.
2: Uh, you, know, we are you know who should be... write a song about that? It's Frickin' S- Sister Shakedown.
0: <laughs> Sister Shakedown. Punky <laughs> Brewster. Punky <laughs> Brewster. <laughs> Now, now we're getting into the the uh, Jeremy Shockey territory, though. We're getting into yeah, territory. Well, that's of- if, Sh- if Shockey went to the concert, <laughs> I think that's
1: I think that's how he would react. It- Yo, you <laughs> see Sister Shakedown, man. You remember when they played Punky Brewster?
0: Shit. You know who I saw there?
1: Oh, well, saw- that saw- place
0: went through the roof. I saw Shockey there. Shockey, Shockey. was at the show.
2: Everything's awesome. got to be preceded by frickin' though.
0: He had a frickin' Messier jersey on.
2: Shocky fricking Frickin' shocky.
0: You know who he was with? Gita. <laughs> he's got
1: an edge,
2: by the way.
0: He does.
1: You
2: man. know he's got an edge.
0: You know he's got an edge. Everybody knows it. I told you, Cal, I would not buy an edge. <laughs> no. I know. For that reason only, I will not buy an edge.
2: Not a great car.
0: I, I we were looking at cars last week or last you know, like two weeks, looking at maybe trade in and Teresa's like, What do you think of the edge? And I said, ah, it might be a delightful car. Could be could be made of gold. I, I will not but we will not be driving one. Why? Tell everybody why. <laughs> and she said and she's like why? I said, Because Jeter has an edge. And she my wife while while drawing up divorce papers <laughs> <laughs> looks, looks at me like you're serious, aren't you? You're dead serious. You will not drive a Ford Edge because Derek Jeter uh, does commercials for them. I said that's correct. Well,
1: there's another reason too. The other obvious reason <laughs> is that. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, no. Because if if you bought an Edge for the rest of of your time owning that Edge, it would always be.
0: You hear about Steve? He's got an Edge. <laughs> yes. I told my wife the amount, of ball busting. Here, the amount of ball busting that I would take from you guys. Can't put a price on that. We Ford Edge. So she said to me, very brilliantly, she said, "So let me get this straight. If David Wright had an edge, we'd be on our way to a Ford dealer right now." I said, "That's <laughs> correct."
2: <laughs>
0: oh, I, would,
2: I would say it on the street. I'd be like, "You know that Sam Pete? He's got an edge.
0: <laughs> He's got an edge." Yeah, see, it's not worth it. Not worth it to do that. And I've got an
2: edge, baby. No, Punky, you've got an edge.
0: <laughs> oh, Punky. No. It's the Super
2: Bowl,
0: Punky. Oh. No. We, we, uh, we really need to stop doing the George Gaines impressions. You Listen All to right. this.
1: That man is still alive.
0: No, he's not.
1: No. no. George Gaines is 94 years old
0: today. George Gaines alive. Rated, overrated, underrated.
2: Longevity?
0: Underrated. <laughs> underrated. Oh, Punky. Oh. I, can't, I, can't, I can't believe you have an edge.
2: Oh, let's take photos today.
0: <laughs> oh god. You sound eerily like him. Eerily. <laughs> there are so many there are so many instant impressions that you do peach. Yes. That 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 I'm glad that your children are like not of an age to know or get the reference
2: <laughs> of who I'm making sound creepy. <laughs> That's right.
0: That's right. Because it would just make you creepy, Dad.
2: Oh, like gee. I'm like
0: I'm glad I'm glad they don't know like who Gallagher is. Right. <laughs> like Dad's Dad's walking around the house doing a Gallagher impression while he's making a PBJ from. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Come
2: on, kids! Bring me a watermelon. <laughs> yeah. You see.
0: Dad, Dad, why'd you give me this trash bag to put over my head? <laughs>
2: Not wholesale. <steel.
0: laughs> See, they, but, they, but they wouldn't know that it would just be fun. They wouldn't get the reference, right? You know, or, or you're doing right. George Gaines impressions while you're folding their laundry.
2: Oh, your shirts are so small. <laughs> um, all
0: right, seriously, we got to talk about the Super Bowl. Enough with the George Gaines. And the ground. Sure? It is so all night.
2: Uh, Groundhog Day, and you know what? It's Ground not it ground, not just Groundhog Day. Come on now. Is it Staten Island Chuck? Is Don't it, forget <laughs> Staten Island Chuck. Speaking of, you got to say it in a. Uh, That's right, <laughs> Staten, 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 Island <laughs> Staten Island Chuck. Freaking Staten Island Chuck. Freaking Staten Island. They Mr. opened Shakedown's up Sister Shakedown's first number was about Staten Island Chuck.
0: I thought they opened up for Sister Shakedown.
2: Well, Staten what? Island Chuck is a band name. Absolutely what? true.
0: Wasn't that the opening band? Staten <laughs> <not> Island <laughs> Chuck? They don't have a You know who I saw last night? Jeremy Shockey was at the Staten Island Chuck Sister Shakedown show. We <laughs> were wearing <laughs> a half Messier, half Leach jersey. It was almost... I don't know what to say. It was freaking awesome. It was freaking awesome.
2: You Sh- they both played Shockey. Dream On. It was freaking Sh- crazy.
0: Shockey could have got on the stage and sang every song. That's how good he is. Wow. That's how good Shockey is. He could have taken the guitar and played Eruption. Wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> <laughs> we're, of course, making fun of the fact that while Jeremy Shockey was a New York giant... Here's your segue, by the way. Yeah. People would call up uh, the sports station here in New York, WFAN, and uh, you would have thought Jeremy Shockey had... Uh, uh, had <laughs> was on his way to the Hall of Fame in both football, hockey, basketball. It didn't make a difference. He was just the greatest thing ever. And uh of course every one of those calls was tagged with Mets suck. Thanks for your time. Uh but anyway, uh the speaking of is it groundhog day or groundhogs day? Teach
2: uh groundhog day.
0: Groundhog I know the movie okay. Groundhog But t- do you know Anybody who does The Groundhogs that, De- As if the Groundhog Owns the day?
2: No Well the people Who do that Also say Prefixed,
0: prefixed. <laughs> At Valentine's Day <laughs> Right Val- <laughs> And supposedly
2: And supposedly oh, What's yeah. the
0: Windshield What's the Windshield factor On Valentine's Day
2: <laughs> For all Intensive purposes <laughs> Hey
0: That's one of mine Lay off
2: Oh I didn't know that I love that one.
0: For all intensive purposes. <laughs>
2: I like that Very one. intensive, those purposes. Those
0: purposes are very intensive. Um, but speaking of Groundhog Day, the Giants and the Patriots are back in the Super Bowl. It just happened.
2: It's a good rematch.
0: Spe- speaking of reliving the same day over and over again.
1: And if you take it a little farther, the Giants' road to the Super Bowl is much like Groundhog
0: Day. It is. Farther. For, for, wait, farther is distance. Further is no. Yes. Father,
2: farthing. Wait. Is it further, farther, or farthing, or farger? God, <laughs> <That's, laughs> yeah, um, a farger is the dad.
0: Mother farger. The father. He, yeah, he's a farger. He's a dad.
4: Yes, uh, I have um, a Dutch accent. Isn't that weird? Mm-hmm.
0: There's a there's a uh, there's a rule there. There's like a farther is distance. Further is something like that. Father for. Huh?
2: Want me to go get
0: it? I think it's. I
2: think yeah. Let let me go go get it so you guys can talk. How about that?
0: I think what Cal is going for is further to take the to take the Groundhog Day further. The Giants uh, have had a very similar road to the Super Bowl. Cal Super Bowl 46 on Sunday in Indianapolis. Uh, Giants Patriots again the rematch. However, this time. Uh, they mean business. I don't know. I need a good uh, – Personal. This time it's personal. Personal. That's that's no good. That's been done. In,
1: in a the world.
2: world. <laughs>
0: the
1: Thriller in Indianapolis. That's a good one. <laughs> that's not good at all.
0: No. It's bad. <laughs> the Thriller <laughs> in Indianapolis. <laughs> Oof. Okay, so, so listen, I have an, uh, an iPhone story that relates to this. Oh, good? I don't know how, but I'm going to make it. You it have to do the Super Bowl? It, it will. Okay. Remember how we were just we were talking about uh no, no. just just moments ago. We were talking about a sequel, right? And we want a tagline for a sequel. Right. Well, there's a number of uh of ringtones that come with the iPhone, okay? I'm going to play this for you, Cal, and I want you to tell me what this music makes you think of immediately. All right? Stick with with it here. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, wait, hold on. Probably should have that queued up. I I was trying, you know, I was trying and uh, yeah. All right, ready? Hold on. Yeah. Can you hear that? Yes. You hear
1: it? I heard it. Right.
0: (laughs) Again. George Jenkins was a simple man. Right. Come on, tell me that's not... Of course, American Beauty. It is, right? Yeah. It's exactly
1: what I thought of.
0: Thank you. Okay, one of the guys at work has has an iPhone, and and that was his ringtone. And the first time I heard it, I'm like, that's the... That's the trailer music for American Beauty and no, several like other
1: movies. Movies. like immediately
0: yeah several other movies. It's called xylophone on the iPhone. But it wasn't, but it wasn't just the trailer music. That was in the movie. That was in the movie, right? But it, but now it I, I, I now I think of it as trailer music. Like I think of uh, of the guy coming over. George Jenkins was a normal guy until one day, <laughs> yeah. What do you mean I got a zoo? Well, I feel good. And then the comedy ensues. <laughs> <in zoos. laughs> Cuba Gooding Jr. is at the zoo. We shouldn't have bought that zoo. Uh, what do you What do you mean all these children of mine? I'm walking on sunshine. And then we go. But that's
2: the old oh, music.
0: How yeah. Jenkins was a regular guy. Until one day. What do you mean I inherited four thousand penguins?
3: I feel good. Dun, dun, dun.
0: Jim Carrey is. is a we could we could go on and on. Oh yeah. my buddy Jay and I did. But anyway, uh I don't have a good tagline for this uh Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I got there. I, I see what you did there, yeah. Uh huh. No, you don't have – no.
1: Well, it's, it's, it's Giants-Patriots again. It is.
0: There's a dot, 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 again. Ellipses. I like it. Yeah. You know I'm an ellipses junkie. Look, two weeks – uh, let me start here, Cal. Two weeks okay. between uh, the game, two weeks between the championship games and the Super Bowl. Uh, rated, underrated? No. Um, do you like that? Do you hate that? Would they do away with that? I personally do not like it. But I hate if, it. But if my team was in, I would love it. Would never know.
1: I, I have nothing, no experience to call on. That's correct. To even understand what that would feel
0: like. Well, no, I'm thinking about it from a practical standpoint, though, Cal. Think Like, okay, so last year, if the Jets had won that game right, uh, against the Steelers, it was a hard-hitting game. Your team's all beat up. Uh, the Patriots this year with Gronkowski. Sure. Like, you're loving the two weeks. You don't mind the hype, obviously. So I think the two weeks war, it sucks for everybody outside of the game.
1: Uh, for every well, for the fans, I think the okay. media, fans, the right. media
0: loves it. Oh, the media loves it
1: because they they come up with stories, you know, out of out of nowhere. You know, I like. What was what was today's what was today's big thing? Uh, Mark Sanchez is dating uh, Kim
0: Kardashian. Well, that was it. Yeah, that was. See, there's there's equal parts, TMZ, working mm-hmm. there. Like it's two weeks of NFL TMZ, right? Because players that aren't playing in the game descend down on the game.
1: But it's not just TMZ reporters. These are legitimate sports reporters no, reporting not. TMZ style stories. That's what I. That's what I mean.
0: That's what I mean. Yeah, they go TMZ with it and they do gossip stuff and and you know and and then the other part of it though is the. Uh, you know, every reporter trying to trump the other one with like a special interest story. Right. So we find out that every, every – we find out every player who had a hard, rough go of it and we get his whole inside story. And then uh, the Daily News today ran a uh, a big article. I think it was Philip Bondi. Of course. Who else? Uh, about uh, Hoosiers and the the, the Hickory Museum the Milan uh, uh, team museum, right. about 80 miles you know, or 80 minutes outside of Indianapolis, and how uh, the Giants are somehow an underdog of that capacity. Wait, that makes, that. Yeah. It makes no sense. Yeah, I'm I trying to compare the Giants to uh, – anyway. Um, when, And we'll talk about this obviously later when we get into the game a little bit, but the Giants, to me, right now, if they had made the line today – the Giants would be favored by three. Because the line right now is what, the Patriots by two and a half? I, th- I think it's still two and a half, yeah. I, I, I think if you made the line today, it would be Giants by three. I really do. I really think if they hadn't made the line two weeks ago. Well, uh, what makes you say that? Because they could be, they could very easily change the line at this point. I think the line will come down. I bet you it gets down to a point and a half or two points, which essentially in a Super Bowl is like a pick'em. And to pick you really think so? But a lot of people are, are on the Giants in this game, Brian. A lot of people. Well, I was telling yeah. you today, it was it was Vermeil and Theismann and Sims and a lot of the NFL type people prognosticators. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Be- uh, Billick, you know, a lot of them are coming down to the side of the Giants. But going back to the two week thing, so it's equal parts like they do TMZ style reporting and then they get a ridiculous story about. Uh, uh, how you know uh, the the one guy didn't have a father and a mother and an uncle and an aunt and yeah and that's nice. I mean, I guess the human interest stories are are what they are, but the TMZ stuff is hilarious. It's tired, though yeah. well, You know, it's, it's just you uh, know it's, it's ridiculous. But so the media loves the two weeks. The the fans of that team love the two weeks. I think everybody else is just like it feels like the championship games were eight months ago. Yeah, it does, which has given a lot of people time to forget what happened in those championship games to these two teams. You're talking about two teams that – I wouldn't say that were lucky to escape, but caught some breaks without a doubt, capitalized on those breaks. They were both opportunistic um, and and capitalized on those breaks to get to this game. Mm -hmm. But – would you do away with the two weeks? Would you keep it?
1: Every, I, I, I don't remember them doing it recently, but in years gone by, there have been the rare occasions where there's only been one week between the Super Bowl and the, between the conference championship and the Super Bowl. You, you recall these, right? I do. I can't off the top of my head remember the last time it happened, but I remember feeling that it
0: felt rushed,
1: believe it or not. Right. You know, I think
0: the, it's, I hate it, this strange dynamic because two weeks is a long time unless your team's there.
1: Yeah, it's it's two two weeks seems like a long time because the whole first week there's really nothing to talk about because they're not there yet. Right. You know, well, then, I didn't mind this first week this year. No.
0: And there wasn't a lot because they weren't there. I I don't know. I didn't feel I didn't feel overwhelmed
1: last week. No, that's what I mean. The first week, there's nothing to talk about because yeah. they're not because they're not there. I just
0: feel like in previous years, it's been two weeks of like hype. Yeah, um, maybe this maybe maybe this year doesn't need it. What's your? I, I don't know what the I don't know what the solution is. Well, I you, the sports guy uh, Simmons made an interesting I or had an interesting idea about playing the conference championship games on a Sunday night and a Monday night. Still keeping the two weeks, but playing them on different days. Like playing them two days in a row, I don't like that at all. No, you don't like the individualistic aspect of that. Nope. Why?
1: Might I ask? <laughs> the conference that's that is that's a classic Sunday. You get two. It's like a doubleheader. It's the only time you get a doubleheader of two championship games in one day. That's true. You know, that's a good point. and 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 to boot, I am I am much happier with the way they moved it. To later in the day, the three thirty and the six thirty games. You like used that? To be, I like that a lot. I, it used to be one and four, and I never yeah. liked that. It so, felt so like, like one and, it was like one and five. They moved it. Or yeah, whatever it is. But like the one o'clock game, it just it just felt too early. Like all of a sudden, it's one o'clock and they're playing a championship game, and it was like, wow,
0: it's yeah. kind of early
1: for that, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I I I, I didn't think of that, but that's a great point. You know, it's just
1: three thirty is not three thirty is not too late in the day where it builds up a lot of suspense and, and anticipation, but you're not waiting till Sunday night. Yeah, and you
0: also get you know you get a little bit of a Sunday there. Yeah, you get part of your Sunday. Like sure. You, you, you can it's you can almost make a, a hard sell on being able to watch both games.
1: Yeah. See where where I run into the problem, and I'll run into this issue this week as well. Is that the 6:30 or the six o'clock game falls smack in the middle of family dinner time, and that's difficult to, right, to sell. Right. No matter what, I mean, nobody wants to hear. Oh, but it's the Super Bowl.
2: Right. That
0: does that doesn't seem to fly for some reason. That's not that's not working out. I
1: don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 6 uh, 67 million people are doing this, honey. I mean, it's just, something's got to be. Well, not these four. <laughs>
0: <laughs> not these four people. Good for them. Yeah, pretty much. <clears throat> That's okay, as long as you you know, even if you get to watch it on delay or whatever, there'll be, there'll what be it pausing. Is. It's a yeah. school night for you too. That's which is. Are you
1: are you recording the game? Well, yeah. Then shut up and eat your peas. <laughs>
0: essentially,
1: peas. Not even anything. Just regular old peas. Nothing special Actually, on the menu. Know, it's funny that I said peas because we never have peas.
2: Do <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I thought of that.
1: <laughs> maybe that is the special fare for the super bowl maybe that's what she's doing i and you know here's here's a, just a funny aside to the super bowl and i was telling you about this earlier my daughter
0: my 8 year old daughter i love has that, by the way has, has super bowl boxes this year <laughs> it's tremendous i i you know we were texting about this today and i thought at first you were kidding and uh-huh. then you like kept going with it i'm like boy he's really he's really going with this joke no, it's true. And like the first text was, I said to you guys, I said, does anybody have any boxes? I want to get, you know, a little action on the big game. And you were like, yeah. no, but but Julia has two boxes or whatever. And I'm like, oh, that's funny. And then you kept, I'm like, boy, he's really, he's going with it. Yeah, she's actually got
1: four. And what the teacher did, which is, is kind of clever, we won't get into the, but, you know, what kind of teacher this person is. But in this case... It was kind of clever. She's using the opportunity to teach uh, charting on a graph, plotting on a graph.
0: Love it. I love it.
1: So she's got 25 kids in the class. Each kid got four boxes. Tremendous. They each, they each got a number, and they went up to the, to the graph, and, and the teacher told them to, to plot your, your spot on the graph, you know, put your number in the spot that you want. And then they did that, and after that, the, uh, the, uh, the numbers were revealed. And we got some pretty sweet
0: numbers she got she got tremendous numbers and, four, and zero right she's got a four she's got an eight and one there she got eight and one now, let me ask you a couple questions here. Are there prizes for the quarters and the half? Yes, of course <laughs> I love this first also <laughs> first you to had gamble, and that I like yeah,
1: you know surreptitiously though they don't really know that that's what they're being taught, but
0: Well, there's prizes. We uh, yeah, but what what do you got? What are the prizes?
1: Well, when you think like you know, 15 years down the line, when when they start to actually gamble, you know, they're they're not gonna. How did I learn this? They're not even gonna realize that it was in third grade math. They uh, the first the first quarter. Should your numbers hit in the first quarter, you uh, you'll win a pass to
0: sit with a friend. I love this. Now, I don't
1: know what that. means.
0: <laughs> can we get these for adults? I want. I want to sit with a. I want to sit with a friend. Pass. I
1: don't know what that means though, because they kind of all sit together all the time.
0: No, no, but they they probably they're in third grade. They probably have assigned seats. Like they, they might have the same desk. You have the same desk every day. Yeah, maybe you may, you may can, go sit with a friend for the day, sitting next to your friend. That would be cool. That's a that's a pretty cool prize. Now again, I want this for adults. I want right. to sit with a friend. Pass. But it's in a bar. (laughs) Can I get that right? I want to win. I want. I want. I'm going to put some of these prizes in with Teresa, and I get to sit with sit with a friend pass in a bar. So you're sitting in the bar watching the Super Bowl, and
1: then your numbers hit at the end of the first quarter. You immediately get to go change your seat
0: in the bar, and then sit with your friend. No, no, I'm talking about for future use. Oh. Right, like I, I gotta sit with a friend pass for tonight. I'm gonna go out with Cal, right? Because he's got one too. Because he hit like it, numbers, he hit his numbers in the third. Well, we we would have to split a box for that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> we both got a pass, and then we we go get to sit sit with a friend pass. Okay, what's what's at the half? All
1: right, so at the and now at the half and at the third quarter, they win something out of the treasure chest. That's exciting. That's so all it says. Treasure chest. The, now I don't know what's in that uh, treasure chest.
0: I am instituting this in my house.
1: I don't know if it's a bag of gold coins. Could be. You know, it
0: it could be chattering teeth. Could, oh, uh, maybe like a ball and a paddle, paddle ball game. Could be. It could be anything. You know, a whoopee cushion. This friggin' thing is
1: warped. The, te- the <laughs> teacher is, is 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 quite the prankster. I love it.
0: Okay. So it could be. So and then and
1: third. then its second and third is uh, treasure chest.
0: Nice. Right.
1: And if you if you hit the big number at the end for the fourth quarter, the final, the big, uh, <laughs> you get you get a parking pass at the school. You get to eat in the uh, faculty lounge <laughs> for for a week. No, you get. Uh, <laughs> she's gonna give him a mini football. Oh. A mini, a mini football.
4: Yeah. Very
1: nice.
0: Very so, nice. You
1: get to eat in the faculty lounge. I just
0: have a vision of an eight-year-old, like, sitting there with the adult. Like, with, like a PBJ, just like, so this is it, huh? Wait yeah. a minute, wait a
2: minute. My, do- my daughter just won that.
0: <laughs> she, she, she she just uh, gets to eat in the faculty lounge?
2: She, yeah, she, she got some spectacular accomplishment, which I do not recall. And the prize was you get to have uh, lunch with the teacher.
0: Wow. <laughs> That's a so that's prize. A,
2: that's a real thing. That's a big deal.
0: That's a prize. What? What's? What's good about that? Why would you strive? Who wants to have lunch with their teacher at age ten?
2: These are important people.
0: Oh no! That's not a prize. That's a punishment. No, you know what that is? That's FaceTime. time. You go. <laughs>
1: Listen, <laughs> as, a, as a as a parent, that's what you want.
0: We're going to institute some changes. That's what we're going <laughs> to. <laughs> like I can see, Lily sitting her down, Peach. Listen, <laughs> about math, <laughs> we really need to talk. No, go ahead. You can have my Jukesbox. Listen, we got to talk because I don't know what you're selling. But, uh, it's not going over, uh, Peach. What do you think of this? Uh, this uh, this what what uh, Cal's daughter has going there? Don't you? I thought that was fantastic.
2: I I, I got I got, a, I got a couple of thoughts here. Um, Mm. First, uh, um, yeah, farther is for physical distance, and further is for metaphorical or figurative distance. Right, but, I meant physical uh, when, distance. When push comes to shove, they are also interchangeable. Really?
0: Look at that. Yep. Was, yep. How, how did we get to when push comes to shove? By the way,
2: when you don't know when you don't know what else to do.
0: I know when what you, it when, means. When you
2: know you've got to just say farther or further and you're not going to do any other word substitution. I know, it,
0: I know what just it means. I know what it means. I'm asking you, what's the derivation of when push comes to shove?
2: Um, it was a lyric by Sister Shakedown. <laughs> okay. So you're.
0: <laughs> so thank you for clearing up the further and farther. What's next? Thank
2: you. Uh, what's next is... Um, Uh, The the, the title I want to give to this Super Bowl, um, but you have to say it in in, um, using the voice of one of your uncles, is this again.
0: (laughs) Uh, Wait, here we go. PJ has come up with the tagline for this Super Bowl. The
2: tagline for this Super Bowl is, I guess, like (laughs) one of your uncles.
0: It has to be said, it's has to be said as if by one of my uncles. Okay. Yeah. Super Bowl forty six. This again. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I
2: like that. <laughs> hey, Coptas couldn't do that, but you know. Yeah. One of your relatives could.
0: That's pretty good. I like it. Good tagline. Okay. Next.
2: Next, um the the, the boxes. Um um while I am against um women teaching children math. Um, I think it's a great idea.
0: <laughs> the phone lines are open. <laughs> <laughs> send Yikes. your letters to... <laughs> <laughs> to send those care of Paul Kachopo. No. Right. So, uh, you think it's a great idea, right? I think that's fantastic.
2: That's fantastic.
0: Now, what do you think of my theory uh, about or my, my call for the adult sit with a friend best? At the bar. <laughs> well, yes, if you want to use it at the
2: bar, yes. Um it's it's great. It's great.
0: I think uh, yeah. we should work very hard on it. adults sit with a friend and pass.
2: Yeah, is I mean, You know, it's it's a little bit better than the the, you know, coupon for a free hug or, you know, those those type things. This is
0: Has anybody ever cashed those in? I tried. <laughs> yeah. Why do why do my why am I always past the expiration date on mine? My... Yeah. No, that was good last week. Sorry. That was good last I'm week. Yeah.
2: Uh, speaking of last,
0: wait. Speaking of last week and coupons, okay, I know. We're supposed to be talking about the Super Bowl. I know. And our buddy Kev is supposed to call us. K-Mac is supposed to call in, but he had car trouble, and he's juggling the kids. And I, think, <laughs> I, hope, I hope not literally. He's literally juggling his children. Wow. Uh, he's all hopped up on Big Blue. I didn't even know if he was going to be able to keep it together to do a segment, but I know we're supposed to talk about the Super Bowl, but i got to tell you guys this story. It's fantastic. About coupons and last week and ex- expiration. My cousin Ray goes into uh, – uh, sees a coupon like on a flyer for Staples. Oh, I shouldn't – maybe shouldn't say the name of the store. It's Staples. So a popular uh, office supply
1: chain.
2: A uh, supply Grape- chain. Graples? He went to Graples?
0: <laughs> he went to, to Stooples.
2: <laughs> and uh, –
0: he, he, so and the flyer says uh last week to trade in your uh shredder for uh, a new one so basically it's it's a flyer that says if you bring in your old shredder they'll give you $30 off a new one so he goes in and he says i have my shredder here it shows it to the sales associate and says and says uh i don't want $30 off he's like what are you talking about so he shows them the flyer. It says "last week for you know for savings," and the sales associate says to him, "No, no, no, you don't understand. That's expired. See, so it was la- it says la- it says right here, last week." And so he says, "Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> wait. What? My cousin says, "Wait, you're telling me that this sa- this flyer that was in the paper today
2: they had it published." <laughs>
0: Right, was from last week. Yeah, he said, yeah, you would have had to have come in last week to get this sale. See, the sale was last week. My cousin says, no. <laughs> so this this means it is the it is the last week to save. He said, no. Sorry, sir, you're mistaken. <laughs> sir. Sorry, sir, you're mistaken. Uh, this was from last He said, so my cousin said, so let me get this straight. This sale never took place. Like in order to take advantage of this sale, I would need a Delorean and a friend named Doc Brown. So what you're telling me? No, but he said he said to him he said I I, I you know <laughs> he, said, he said something about a uh, uh, you know can I uh, are you sure or or uh, what about what was the sale last week I think he said something like that he said oh they don't give me that information sir <laughs> <laughs> I, that was above his pay grade tremendous. He said, well, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need to talk to your manager, because this is hilarious. <laughs> last week. He thought that meant the sale was last week. See, you know, this This is why we're in bad shape in America. That's
2: why I don't go to Graeples.
0: <laughs> that's, that's, nobody should go, go to Scruples. Uh, I just thought that was a great story. And of course, what you guys are missing is my cousin Ray, who is the original sort of Dice Clay, without knowing it, like a genuine Dice Clay telling the story, which adds to it uh, all the more. Anyway, back to the Super Bowl. PJ, do you have any uh, boxes? Do you have any gambling going for the big game?
2: Wanted to, uh, but uh, missed missed when it went around. So I I Cal-, nothing.
0: Cal, you got boxes other than your daughters? <laughs> uh, no, I don't. We should do something about this. There's so much betting that we need to do we talked about the prop bets a little bit last week One of a uh, couple of the guys I work with are, are not degenerate gamblers but they're gamblers and uh, my buddy was shouting out some of the prop bets to me today Cal and before we talk about like the actual game yeah this other stuff is much more entertaining to talk about you know we're, we, we we had uh, our buddy Nello on last year for the Super Bowl show you remember and we talked about his great Super Bowl parties yes uh, and our buddy Nello used to throw a Super Bowl party every year, and his mother uh, was a fantastic woman who would just make all the food you could possibly want. It was everything. Mm-hmm. There was cold cut sandwich. There was Italian. There was. I'm mean, your sister. Shakedown played. It was fantastic. <laughs> she always made a cake too. She made a cake right, right. Like to commemorate the the game. Right. It had like the teams on it and everything. Yeah. It was just. It was an unbelievable spread. And Dan had all these great little gambling games that he would, like, read about in the paper or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we would play them. And this was before prop bets. because this was Oh, yeah. Before, like, online. So you couldn't make these bets unless you were in Vegas. He used to take a piece of loose-leaf paper
1: and then write the names of the players on it. It was a piece of loose-leaf. he tore it out of a notebook with the shredded ends and everything, yeah. And he'd, and he'd write the names of the players down with the boxes and then you'd put your dollar on or whatever on the name of a player and who scored first.
0: Right, and who scored it was next touchdown. Right. Who was going to score the next touchdown.
1: And it made it so it just, it just made it so much more fun.
0: And we used to gamble on who was going to win the coin toss and if the coin yeah. toss was going to be heads and like, you know, what uh, maybe sweatshirt a guy would be wearing on, whatever. Like all big sorts big of point- the original prop bets. One year, uh, was Jimmy Johnson's hair going to get messed up after the game? That's right. If they won, would, they, would his hair actually get messed up? Yeah. And I I turn into a degenerate gambler. Yeah, no, I mean but I'm at a much, Super Bowl party. Yeah, I know.
1: Well, we're, we're, with this particular party, we're, we're talking a small scale. Let's not –
0: We're talking dollar bills. Yeah, let's not. Uh... But I would go there. I mean, I would. I was going to that party like I was going to a nudie bar. Like I had a pocket full of singles. I know. I mean,
3: I, uh,
0: I, I was like I, I was like Jimmy, you know, coming into uh, in Goodfellas, you know, when he first comes into the. Uh, I'm here to take all your guineas money. That's I was I was uh, in there with about 50 singles, like a maniac. I um. We gotta get ourselves we really gotta get ourselves a uh, uh in a box or a pool or something like that. Now uh before we talk about the actual game, we have the perfect segue, Cal. Hmm. We have the perfect segue has now been made available to us. What's that? You'll know? Oh
2: I keep hearing your concerns about my happiness right oh by the way I we have a phone call. How does this work? Here, here he is to talk
0: about Super Bowl forty six. This again is the Swami for the last time this season, unfortunately. But at the end of the season he's here. He is going by the way, Cal. He's going for the perfect playoff,
2: by the way.
0: Yeah, eleven and zero. He is ten and zero in the playoff. Wow, that's correct. So he is going for the perfect playoff. Big game. Let's bring him in. Let's find out where he is. Let's find out what he thinks about this huge game, Super Bowl Forty Six. This again.
4: Hello, boys.
0: The Swami, how are you, Swam?
4: Not bad, not bad. I've been listening to your show, and I you have me on the edge of my seat. And okay. actually, that's, that's, that's because I, I can't get any closer to the bowl and not fall down off my seat. So, I mean, what are you guys doing? You, you, you just ruined a teacher's reputation, a whole career. Tomorrow morning, it'll be on New York One. Teacher fired for creating gambling and juvenile atmosphere. Huh. Ah.
0: I I I thought we I thought we were clear that she was using it for uh, mathematical teaching purposes.
4: Right. I mean, I remember Joe Colombo saying that the night that they arrested him. Well,
0: well, who's worse, Swami? You just an innocent teacher to a crime boss. I mean,
4: (laughs) I you're placing the onus of of blame on me, moi. I mean, you guys are the ones who are bringing this out of the closet. I don't mean th- nurturing th- <laughs> gambling and, and you can't do that.
0: Oh, don't I you think th- I I thought that was a real clever thing to do with the with a I, kid. I, I, yes. I, I want
4: you guys to li- I want you guys to listen to something. This was the end of the uh, career of my biology teacher. He came into class and started singing this.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, and that's all it that took.
0: Wait, let me get this straight. Your that and song the man was, was
4: on the, uh, the unemployment line.
0: That song was out when you were taking by <laughs> When you were in school.
4: I was a late bloomer.
0: That's apparently. <laughs> uh, Swam, this is you're yes. going for the the perfect season, the perfect postseason.
4: That's nah, not the first time. I, I you know I've dealt with the pressure before. You're ten, and and then, and, yeah, yeah, and I'm I'm tenning. I'm, I'm parlaying it all on the last game of the year, the season, Super Bowl oh. forty-six.
0: Wow! Yeah. Uh, first,
4: let's are, get are we ready to your... are we ready are we, are we ready to talk football?
0: Yes. Before we get your pick, let's we'd love to hear a little bit about what you feel about the game here, Patriots Giants, Indianapolis. Yeah,
4: go. Go. Okay. Well, right now, I am out in Las Vegas, and everybody's got a box. I mean, <laughs> whether they're gambling or not, they all have a box. I mean, you walk into the uh, local the IHOP, you get your pancakes, you get your coffee, and you get a box. It, it's just the way <laughs> it is. So. I mean, but thinking of Indianapolis, I mean, this city is not new to big events. I mean, right? You know what they hold there. Around, around May. I, will, I won't remind you. But Yeah, uh, Miss America pageant. There you go. There you go, Bird Parks. No, them no right. well. The, the, corn, uh, the Cornhuskers uh, both, ball. Both, both teams are coming into this game uh, as probably prepared as you can get and probably as healthy as you can get, I feel, uh, after a full season. These are veterans. They both been there. It's not like, oh God, look at the big lights, look at the pressure, you know. Uh, they both have Sterling quarterbacks. In fact, he used to be on Sterling quarterback for another team, but right now <laughs> he's not. <laughs> so Sterling what will be the difference.
0: Sterling quarterback would be the greatest name for a professional quarterback in the history of sports. Of course. <laughs>
4: So, so what would, what will be the uh, determinant factor in separating you know one team from another and giving one the edge? It's not going to be the weather. We know that. It's not going to be the rooting fans because, you know, these people are wacky in the first place to spend, like, thousands of dollars just to go see a football game, when they can probably do better back in the holiday Inn that they're saying it. So <laughs> let's, will it be the defense of the Giants that got them where they got all season will it be the non plus attitude of both quarterbacks at the final moment when pressure's on them, then they have to go for it? I'm making a slight prediction here. I don't think it's they're going to go into the last couple of seconds of that game, you know having to uh scramble uh for points just to catch up. I think by that at the time the game will be decided.
0: Wow, mm. all right, Yeah. I know so you, some
4: of the other people in the in, in the room have all thought this may be a close game, and this will be uh, a game of uh, Titans. Even though the Titans did play way back when under another label, but uh, I have a tendency to think. And once again, I always uh, remind everybody: this is not based on emotion or fan sentiment. This is based no. on what I what I perceive to be logic and factual information, and the Giants wow. will come out the victor.
0: Oh, there it is. Cal, did you get it? I got yeah. it. Did you get it?
1: Oh, I got it. And it's not going to be close, he's, he's saying. It's
0: not going to be no. close. No. It's not going to be close. So Interesting. Uh, so, to sum up, for the 11-0, and perfect postseason, Swam, can we get a score on this game?
4: Oh, no, 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 I I never... No, 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 no. Let no. me just uh, put, put an addendum into this, right? Uh,
3: Please.
4: If, these, these are a lot of ifs, these are a lot of... <laughs> a Yeah, exactly, a codicil, we like to use that word. I, I got that originally from uh Dallas episode way back when with J.R. Ewing, but... Hey, uh,
0: speak, speaking of, Dallas is coming back there, Swamp.
4: Well, uh, don't you think they should?
0: Oh, I mean I heard through the grapevine that you used to be a very, very big fan of the show. Very big.
4: Yeah. Well, it wasn't that I was a very big fan, I was surrounded by uh people who were interested in knowing uh what was going on and I like to keep up with the time so yes, I did right. get involved in the gear. Right. Yeah.
0: And also I, I also heard somewhere somewhere that someone said if Victoria Principle's not involved, it ain't Dallas. And he, and he no, that was without...
4: only said in jest. I was just trying to cover my inadequacies in certain areas. You
3: know.
4: <laughs> I got that from I got that from Jim Neighbors. He told me, You say that, they'll never bother
0: you. You hang out you hang out with Jim Neighbors still?
4: Not anymore. Still.
0: Still. Right. <laughs> oh, look at that. The Swami did an instant impression.
4: <laughs> look at that. Uh, that just happened. But, so you, you but I not, have, if, if the if the teams don't self destruct, and I think that will be the key to the game. If the uh, if the Giants do not self destruct and they play the game that Toddlin's got set for them, and they execute uh, and give you know the pass protection that they've given all year, and they've they continue with the Sterling defense once again. Sterling, get that word. Uh, Sterling so defense. defense.
0: he was a linebacker. That's, That's right.
4: right. He was a quarterbacker. That's true. Right. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, and I, I think it, it will be a, a New York victory. All and right. Now I want to hear what you guys are thinking. Well, we I'm can I mean, in reference to the Super Bowl. Right. We can
0: <laughs> I'm thinking about a lot of things.
4: I, Cal, I know. Cal, while we have. And I this... don't like the. By the way, I don't like the idea of uh, going into the teachers' lounge as a uh, you know as like a reward or a token. 'cause I, I actually had that happen to me in my uh academic career. I I was uh unfortunately uh gifted with the uh uh highest grade in a particular uh course that I took and the teacher thought that it'd be a good idea to bring me into the teacher's lounge which was a total disaster for both. <laughs> <and I. laughs> Everybody lost on that one. Everybody, yeah, you know, total lose-lose <laughs> situation. That didn't and go this as is she had cell <laughs> no, no, Exactly. This be for cell phones. Needless um, so, to
0: say. Uh, I think, I think uh, well, Cal and I are using you, Swam, and your brilliance as a, a segue to talk about the actual game since we've talked about ah, something remotely near the game.
4: Hey, can I tell you what's nearest and dearest to my heart? Of course. The amount of money that the... Uh, the business world who has nothing <laughs> you know, everybody's complaining poverty, we have nothing, we're laying people off we can't get yeah. jobs, we can't get business. Yeah. how much they're laying out for advertisement for this yeah. stupid bowl so that's what I call it sometimes it's a stupid bowl, <laughs> take that money and put it to some useful end you know, we we would have cured cancer you know, Super Bowl 27 <laughs> <laughs> we're going to Super Bowl 46 and yeah. they, you know, mm-hmm. there's, there's so much there's so much, uh Poverty, there's so much uh, injustice going on. And we're going to spend, it's not much, uh, $3.7 million for 30 seconds. <laughs> yes.
3: 30
4: seconds. Well,
3: how that's How many crazy. children would
4: that feed? Yeah. How many children would that feed in our country? Forget about, you know, Mozambique or upper, uh, you know, uh, Nigeria or something. In our country, huh? how many children could you feed for $3.7 million uh, instead of a 30-second uh, co- competition to see who's going to you know, uh, get a, the best commercial. Well wow. yeah, spoken. And now wow. I'm for king. I'm throwing my hat into the ring right now, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mr. Gingrich, uh, uh, Newt Romney. Uh, you better check. You better be looking over your shoulder. A
0: so vote, the a vote for the down. Swami is a vote for feeding the people.
4: Negative. A vote, a vote for the Swami is a vote for common sense. Common government. sense. Oh, I knew
0: it. Tom Payne, you're going all Tom Payne on us.
4: Who? <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> Tommy yeah, Payne. I, I,
0: you remember Tommy Payne? He was
4: a uh, yeah, he was exactly. a point
0: guard for the Sixers. Yeah, he was.
4: He was Sterling. He did a sterling He,
0: job. Was, he, was, he was. He was. a Sterling quarterback.
4: Uh, Swami
0: exactly.
4: and, and his friend Paul Paul Revere, He had a lot of Sterling qualities.
0: That's correct. He rang the bell um, or something exactly. like that. Did he yell, maybe? Well, I don't know. He lit the town on fire. Know. He did something.
4: He is something. He, he won rode. My land. I know
0: that. Swam, no, we, uh, had to. Last, <laughs> last, they were chasing him. Last thing for you.
4: That's why he rode.
0: We, uh, we've we started playing uh, this little game that we, we, we enjoy playing uh, here on the show. We started last week called uh, Overrated, what? Underrated, or Rated. Well, two thirds of us, right? To at least <laughs> enjoy the game, um, but it, you know, it's like a, you take an actor or a movie or something like that, and you know, we we the three of us chime in with our opinion. PJ has a problem with rated. He thinks it needs like a, another name. Like there's underrated and overrated, and we want we need something for appropriately rated. Can you think of something for us there? Like what could we cook? We, we want to say like fairly rated. That's sort of like lukewarm.
4: In way we we don't want to just say rated. We want to no. have another modification of well, the rating. Well, we term. do,
0: uh, we do. <laughs> but our producer has told us that does not work. The people deserve better. Is what he said.
4: Oh yeah, well I they they actually they deserve better than you know the ready to eat food. Zoom
0: zoom zoom. My finger, yeah. my finger is hovering above the hang up button, my friend. It's called
4: the leap. <laughs> <Delete. laughs> now, how would I rate? How would I rate this question? Would it be overrated?
3: Right. Underrated?
4: Okay, or semi You know, posturated.
0: Posturated. Uh,
4: conglomerated. Yeah, you know, it could be conglomerated. I uh, said. I, I, said I ap- said
0: apropos rated.
4: That's nah, not apropos. Nah, that's yeah. not good. No. Nah, nah, not good. It, 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 but, I, I would think better of you. I can't about, rhyme anything uh, with
0: things, uh, crime, so what do, you, what do you want from me?
4: Yeah, I know. There you go. <laughs> but, uh, I, well, how about we uh, we just leave it to your uh, audience? Have them write in. Have a write-in campaign.
0: There and, you go.
4: Yeah? What, 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 yeah? And then wait we'll open up two or button. three answers that we get, you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> two to three yeah. answers. Thank you. Thank you. I'll have you well, know that this show know. this show is huge overseas right now, by the way.
4: Ah, now that yeah. may be good. Uh, not in the Italian cruise line uh, area, right? No. Not, big <laughs> no, on those... after,
0: not after that show we did a couple of weeks ago.
4: That's right. What the <laughs> heck are you doing? You know, that's not <laughs>
0: good enough. Uh, did you get any a...
4: feedback from that, by the way? Uh, nothing
0: you... uh, Nothing bad. People seem to like the show. Oh, so, oh the show, uh,
4: yeah. Yeah, but... yeah. I mean, we were talking about a sensitive issue.
0: We were, but I thought we thought uh, we handled it tactfully and uh, gracefully. And akefa, uh, what do you want from me? Get out of the boat. You know what I mean.
4: That's right. Yeah. Uh, well, Swam. I mean, that's you know, that's a whole episode uh, uh, that uh, that we could work on, but not tonight.
0: I want you to think All about right? next week. You let us know when you come back to celebrate your 11 and 0. Uh, right, but uh, are you
4: happy with are you happy with overrated and underrated? I mean, is PJ happy with overrated and underrated? They can stay.
0: He's good with yeah. those. He's good with those. It's just rated. He's
4: good with those. It's just rated.
0: Yeah, oh. he, we need something okay. better than
4: rated. Something better than rated. Hmm. Right. Okay. Uh, I'll put Once-rated, my overrated. Any... pro-rated? No, that's not. Pro rated. Right. Nice. Nah. Not. That, not. That won't work. All right, prison? guys, listen. That's... Let's not put the, let's not put the rest of the audience to sleep. I know it's late, but well, uh, everybody's going to turn off
0: the show I, I, after you I'm, hang up, so what are we worried about? Uh,
4: well, I I'm staying up now and I'm going to listen to you guys make your predictions and uh I'm going to play George Jones uh, in the background. Uh and, <laughs> and that'll that'll be a a good segue into my night.
0: That sounds good, Swam. Well, you keep your powder dry. Fuck. The
4: I'm talking talking talking. Me That's me. That's amazing.
0: Yeah. Hey, so let's talk about it. Let's talk about the game. Let's talk about the game. Are you ready to talk about this game in earnest? Sure. You sound what do great? you want to talk about? Sound very pumped up. By the way, I think I came up with it there perfectly. Underrated, overrated, perfectly rated. That might be it. PJ, can we get a can we get an amen?
2: I'll consider it. I commit to nothing.
0: Well done. Um, He's not the best producer in the business for nothing. I still like rated. So do I. Um, So listen, Brian. I had a very interesting conversation with uh, uh, K-Mac, our buddy, the Giant fan. We've been talking all week about the actual ins and outs of the game. And he asked me a very interesting question. As Jeff fans... And as a big Jet fan, we know the Patriots inside now. So, from a Giant fan perspective, he asked me a question. <clears throat> Excuse me, and uh, boy, that's good for radio. And uh, I'm going to ask it of you. All right, I gave him my answer. I want to hear your answer. Okay, he's uh, a Giant fan. That's yes, right. He said to me, "That oh, is the Giants' defense. What can I expect?" Give me five things I should be looking out for if I'm the Giants defense, and how do I play them? If the giant, what should the Giant defense be expecting from the New England offense? Right. From what we have seen as Jet fans this season, not last season because they beat Gi- right. them in the playoffs when they were 14 and two in Foxborough. <laughs> I'm talking about this. <laughs> Sorry, had to get that in. Just a little something to make myself feel better. Uh No, no. So, this season the took the Bows, you didn't win nothing. Taking Bows over and over again. That team. No, this season when the Patriots manhandled us twice. Play it, yes. Not us. I don't play. I don't have a jersey. Jets put in. I, I just put a diamond. Cal, sorry, in the kangaroo court. Five, five things. Five things. Go.
1: Number one, a steady diet of the no huddle.
0: Agree. Totally. The,
1: Stay on your toes, Giant defense, because that, they could come out, they could start the game like that. Brady could just start no huddle right away.
0: I think they absolutely will for two reasons. One, they want to keep the Giants' defense on the field and not let them substitute and try to tire out the defensive line. And two, they're arrogant. Right. It's like an arrogance thing. It's like, look how fast we can score on you. Okay? Agree. Two. Two, uh, pending the health
1: of the tight end, Gronkowski, that's what you're going to see a whole host of.
0: I, mismatch mismatches about 10 yards off the line of scrimmage with Gronkowski. I said the exact same thing. I said you can't sleep on Gronkowski or Hernandez. I said because Hernandez is sort of the big play guy. Gronkowski is a fantastic red zone target. Hernandez is the guy that can beat you on the 30-yard skinny posts. He can turn a quick slant over the middle into a big gainer. Uh, when they're both on the field, you have to chip them both. You have to. I yes. just chip them both, and these guys are so good, especially Gronkowski, that you can chip them all day and you won't do anything. Right. Hit them, hit them, hit them. But they're maniacs. Okay. And you can line up Hernandez, as we saw uh, against the uh, Broncos. You can line he up access anywhere on the field. Yeah. Can line up in the backfield. He can line up as a wideout. He can line up as an H back. He can line up uh, as a quarterback. You don't know what you, you can get out of Hernandez. You could put him on the line as additional protection. Yep, he can stay and in and Exactly, so uh, spot on with number two, number three.
1: Number three
0: is while you're uh, spending all that time worrying about the tight ends, don't sleep on Wes Welker in the slot. Amen. Couldn't agree more. You, if you're the Giants defense, you want to push everything into the middle, right? So you want to like yes. have all the slant routes and stuff, take away the outside of the field, right? Uh, push everything into the middle, uh, and and Welker, you can do that with Welker. You don't want Welker to break containment. Welker's a lot like the giant receivers now, Cal, where they know the playbook so well, and they know Eli so well. Welker makes up routes as he goes. I mean, Revis has said this in the past. Darrell Revis has said that's why Welker is so hard to to, uh, cover because it's almost like he makes up routes. It's almost like he sees what the defense is giving him, and he'll make up a route. right? See, I see Cruz do it a lot too. But you can't sleep right, well, on Welker. You can't, absolutely. He's the champion. And
1: and it sounds silly to to worry about sleeping on Welker because a couple of years ago you would never even think about it. But now that they've introduced this this tight end machine to to their offense, you know Welker kind of gets gets a little bit lost in the shuffle, and he's still just as effective as he was four years ago, or even two years ago.
0: Yep. And this is a big game for him. It's a huge game for Welker. I feel like he's, you know, he's just. It's a huge game for all of them, Steve. Uh, right. let's,
3: let's be but honest. The
0: last time they were, last time they were in the Super Bowl, and it was Moss, and he was the star of the team, and Welker wasn't really, you know, Welker was like an afterthought as a wide receiver that year, even though he had like what ninety-five catches or something ridiculous in '08. That was seven right? But he was, he was still not thought of as the receiver on this team. So you're, right. you're spot on. Next, all right, number four. Uh sneaky
1: good and watch out for him, Ben Jarvis Green Ellis out of the backfield. He's another guy that does not, you know, he doesn't get a lot of accolades because they're a pass first team. But when they do run the ball, especially down at the goal line, Green Ellis is, is, is deadly when you're when you're five yards or, or closer to the goal line.
0: You gotta watch out for him. Totally agree. Totally agree. I mean you you it's almost as if we've been doing a radio show for two years. <laughs> Well, or or we've been watching the Patriots for five years. Yeah, because that was mine. I said, "Don't sleep on Ben Jarvis Green Ellis," and he said, "No, nah, I'm not worried about him." I said, "You should be." I, yeah, I'd be worried about him. I said, because he you'd be so concerned with stopping the pass, and the next thing you know, he's got you know twelve carries for eighty four yards, and right. you don't know how and you don't know how it happened, and a touchdown. You don't well, know what happened?
1: He's four A, four B would be Danny Woodhead coming out of the backfield. He's another little pest. Danny, that, be- yeah, he
0: can ruin things.
1: He can ruin something. Yeah, he's. Not, I mean, he's not going to change a game, but he's. But he certainly is going to is going to provide enough of an annoyance or a diversion from everything else that'll get you off your game. And then exactly. Brady can just go back to 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 what works for him.
0: Couldn't you see uh, Danny Woodhead breaking like a 52-yard screen though, or something like he's that? Easily,
1: like on a broken play, he dumps exactly. it off to Woodhead as a safety valve, and then he just takes off.
0: Right. see because yeah,
1: because he. Yeah. Because he Right, because he's fast, and he's probably faster than the giant linebackers. Yeah. All right, no, and and number number. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, if you if you can get
0: past the front line on the Giants, that's that's where you're going to do your damage. Get him isolated on a linebacker. Right. Right. Now, number five. Let's number. See. Five, Let's see. Go no five for five. Number five. What are we watching <laughs> for the
1: Giants defense? The Patriots offense? Well. Hmm, I might be tapped out. I mean, it's Brady. Brady. I, I mean, I had Brady as a given. Okay. So and, there's, I so mean, there's, if
0: he's if he's you, you want to hit him in the mouth, you want to knock him down. Blah 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 blah. Get hit. Well, that's if that's that's on that's on the converse
1: side of this. If you're the right.
0: Giants' defense, what do you need
1: to do? You got to hit Brady. You know what I said,
0: Cal Branch. Yeah, you, you think? Watch out for Branch. You got to – He can. He. First of all, I mean you look at what he did in the Ravens game, right? With the or uh, the Broncos. It was a Broncos game? Yeah. The yeah. Broncos, yeah, yeah, the big touchdown. Uh played in this spot before, the Seahawks Super Bowl. right. Was uh, was the MVP of that game if not I'm not mistaken. Seahawks. Not the Seahawks, the uh Panthers. Panthers. Um uh, played in a big spot before, Brady uh and he have a good rapport. You can sleep on the outside guys with the uh, Pats because you don't think you can get beat And if you can get one-on-one Brady will take that shot And the other thing that Branch knows how to do Extraordinarily well, just ask Antonio Cromartie, is push off Yeah He knows how to do it really, really well Especially he did it in the Denver game On that fly route down the sideline He knows how to just bump enough To create separation and, a- and, the, and the Giants don't have great corners So you have to you have to Be careful of that yeah, I guess you're right. And
1: he and he has of of all the guys, I mean Welker, like you said Welker can kind of make up his own routes because he knows yep. the offense so well, but I think that Branch has the most chemistry with Brady. Yes, because they've been playing for so long. Brady brought him back essentially when he was gone. That's that 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 is Brady's uh security blanket. Absolutely. You know, he looks to You're right, he looks to
0: Branch when he's in trouble. This is this is such an interesting matchup, and it's it's of course a Jet fans' worst nightmare. But I don't even want to get into that, you know. I, I like we, we could get into all that stuff a little bit or whatever, you know. It's like <laughs> the Yankees and Phillies again, or you know, I was saying this to came at Cal. I was saying like over the last five years. Yeah. I mean, you say it all the time. I totally agree. I hate sports. I mean, isn't sports fun? It's not. you know four years ago that it was the Giants and Patriots in the super Bowl then then it was the Phillies winning a World Series after the Mets collapsed, then it was the Phillies and Yankees and the Yankees winning a world series mm-hmm. and now and, and now and now it's Patriots Giants again, like all in the of and and in that time the, the Mets have become a laughing stock broke financial nightmare right isn't sports fun the um if If you want
1: to rank them because I was ranking them in my head the other day. Okay, kinky. Here's, li- here's a right. little rank, little ranking for you. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go from top to bottom. I don't want to do any kind of dramatic build up here because we don't have enough time. But the top, the worst one ever. Number one on this list of of just of of our misery is 1999 Braves Yankees World Series. That's that is number one. Really? In my mind. In my mind, yeah. Because if you remember the the Mets came off a grueling six-game loss to the Braves in the yes. championship series. Kenny Rogers, Kenny Rogers walk off. Uh-huh. And and then the Yankees made it to the World Series and they played the Braves. It would have been that would have been that would have been the Subway Series that year. And you can argue that that was a
0: better team.
1: that was that was that was a better team that was their better shot at the 99. Right. So to me that was that's number 1. This year Giants Patriots is number 2. Wow, I think that this one is is just just given everything that happened with the Jets over the last couple of years, mm-hmm. and especially with the, the way the Jet Giant game played out sure. on Christmas Eve this year, sure, it's just it's you know this this one this one to me is number two, uh, Yankees Phillies number three, without a doubt on that list, and then you can go back to. Uh, Giants, Patriots from from four years ago,
0: number four. The fact that there are five on this list is troubling. In the last, like, <laughs> and, and the one, the only one you're really going back for is ninety six. Is oh ninety six Braves Yankees? Yeah. Really?
1: I, and that and that one didn't bother me. Didn't bother me at all. At all, because I hated the Braves back then, and the Yankees hadn't won in fifteen years, so or whatever it was eighteen years. Right, so I so I gl- I gladly rooted for the Yankees then, you know. Little did I know that the, it would it was going to unleash, uh, yeah, <laughs> no, I rooted a, for the waterfall of, you know, like oh, this is great, good for I, them, I'm I, so happy you, for them.
0: Yep, I hated the Braves. Oh, the Braves in '96, how how could you not? Yeah, it's not like I'm uh, in a mad love affair with them now, but um, uh, that know, it's like that's a solid top five. I I think my only differentiation would be, believe it or not. Uh I would throw oh, it's tough. I would throw the the o eight Phillies in there, the o eight Phillies winning against Tampa, yeah,
1: I could see that I see now I stayed strictly with two teams what, right with worst case championship scenario you're right so i can't throw that in you're right you're right you're right you're right but if you if you want to open that up i mean that that changes the landscape dramatically and <laughs> no. we get to like and we get to like a top 20
0: right we, we're going to need another two hours no 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 you're right you're right you're right I, I worst case scenario yeah i would i would probably have that list i would put that giants pass game that far down too because the Pats were undefeated that year right like no i i certainly did not want to see the patriots become the first team ever to go 19 and 0 right so, so there was
1: we had more of a rooting interest for the giants back then that's
0: right they hadn't
1: won at that point in whatever it was 90
0: 15 years or 16 years whatever. yeah since 90 so right. and and also giant fans were a little less
2: obnoxious
0: yeah and, and we didn't you know as jet fans we didn't have rex yet Right, so we hadn't drawn the ire. You know, we didn't have a coach who went after the Giants in a book and then failed to back it up. Yeah, we were able we
1: were able to coexist a lot better back then. That's right. Um, so that's that's why that's so far down on the list. But Giants love Mangini.
4: Oh, what's
1: not
0: to love? Yeah. Loved, 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 No, and nobody loved Herm Edwards more than Giant fans.
4: They loved Herm Edwards. <laughs>
0: Because they knew the Jets were never going to win a Super Bowl there.
2: Uh, yeah.
0: You got to figure though that that we've had a lot of worst case scenario. But that's my point is the that championships. You have to for a worst case scenario a championship
1: has to include. your it has to you you have to be in a town with another team mm-hmm. for it to happen. And that and then that other team has to be in another league.
0: That's right.
1: You know, like the Rangers could, and Islanders. You
0: could have it in college, though. You could, you could have it in college. That's true. You could certainly have it in college. No, I think uh, like the Rangers and Islanders, but like uh, Rangers and Devils could never play in the Cup Finals, so you'll never have that. Right. And then, yeah, boy. You know, you have to have. It's got to be your geographical
1: rival versus oh, your divisional rival.
0: Yeah, rival. And, and the Yankees have had it what? Once, when the Mets and the Red Sox in '86. That would be it, and the, they that was that rivalry was there, but it had died. That rivalry had become dormant. The Yankees Red Sox rivalry. It wasn't the a big Yan- deal because the Yankees weren't in it.
1: Yeah, yeah. but most most Yankee fans will tell you they rooted for the Mets that year.
0: Oh, uh, it depends on the age. Our age, I think Yankee fans our age were rooting for the Mets. I think the Franceses of the world hated the Mets then. Really? Because the Mets had taken over the town. That's true. Oh no no yeah I don't I don't think and and not to mention that Met team was delightfully arrogant.
1: Yeah, about as unlikable a team <laughs>
0: if you were. You have. Yeah. I mean, they got in five brawls that year. Ah, oh, it oh, was magnificent. I can't. By the way, Cal, I can't wait to do our baseball preview show. I can't wait. I know, and, and it's you know we were talking about that today. I'm sudden I'm suddenly in love with this underdog scrappy ridiculous Mets I, team. You
1: know, I think I think all of the rhetoric has got me a little a little juiced up now. We are such idiots though. We bought it. We are. Of course we are. We fell we fell for it. Absolutely bought it. and I was we listening
0: to I was listening to uh Mets blog with um Flood and you know Mostly Patrick Flood and yeah. Toby or Mostly Mets the Mostly Mets podcast and those guys do a great job on S N Y and uh they're into
1: Yeah. They're buying it. We're such idiots. I love well, you it. know what it is? Here in New York, we've had some very unseasonably warm weather the last week or so. Yesterday, I went out for lunch. It was in the mid-60s. The sun was out. It really it felt like like a late March, early April day, Very baseball right around the corner. Very warm. And it totally got me, you know, hey, you know, pitchers and catchers report in a couple of weeks. And this time, I didn't think, oh, pitchers and catchers report in a couple of weeks. It was. It was actually wow. You know, base, baseball is going to start again, and then, you know, I
0: I, I had a diff- little bit of a different attitude towards it. We have literally turned into. First of all, they are the team from Major League, without a doubt, without oh, a doubt. They, this whole
3: season, That's that
0: season, season that is going to be Major League. Yep, it's got to be. I said today, Terry Collins should rip off the Lou Brown speech that he gives in the clubhouse before opening day. And we have turned into, like, the construction workers and the grounds crew. We're like the guys in the diner. You know, these guys ain't so bad. (laughs) Like, we're looking at the paper, like, what, Mitchell Friedman? (laughs) (laughs) I I just, I can see Sandy Alderson there with Dee Podesta on the first day of training camp, standing next to Terry Collins and being like, wish we had him three years ago. We did. (laughs) Anyway, back to the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. Right. Right. So we did that. We
1: did we did our keys for the Giants defense, what they got to watch out from the Patriots side.
0: Why do you think everybody is on the Giants bandwagon right now? I was talking to another thing I was talking to Kev about. I hate to use him so much, and we we're really hoping to have him on and hope everything's cool with his car and stuff. But my buddy Kev, our buddy Kev, is the biggest Giant fan in the Tri-State area. He's huge. He's just a monstrous Giant fan. Yes. And uh, and uh, although he is passionate, he is sometimes intelligent about it. No, he's he's a he's a great football fan. He's been watching the Giants since he was like two years old. He's how we are with the Jets, right? And right. and also a big mess. He's he's with he's us. With huge. The that's right. He's a huge mess fan, which is why I I've, I've been making good on my resolution to be good about this giant run with him. Oh, it's been tough though. It's been very difficult. The Giants are making it very difficult with the smack talk. And Rich Cimini, of all people, the beat writer for the Jets, who's been the beat writer for the Jets for about 15, 18 years for various newspapers. Now he works for ESPN. And Rich Cimini, of all people, called out the hypocrisy right now in the New York sports media about how the Giants are getting a pass on talking all this smack. And if it was the Jets, they'd be getting killed. Mm-hmm. Rich, all, Anyway, <clears throat> and he said it's really, they can still play the Giants, these Giants, as they did in 2007, love playing the underdog car. They love it. And every team wants to play the underdog car. And it's flipped this week. I feel like the Patriots are suddenly like the underdog. And, Cal, I don't know if you saw this, but this is going to be a hostile crowd. I mean, this is going to be like a giant home game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so close but Cal New York. But count it's not only that, they're in Indianapolis. So anybody who's from Indianapolis that's at the game hates the Patriots.
1: Oh, that's true.
0: And the Giants, I mean, first of all, in San Francisco, every time Cruz made a catch, it was like you were in Giants, or uh, not Giants. Yeah. <laughs> See what I did? Look yeah. what you did. MetLife Stadium. Right. With the cruise chant, mm-hmm. so they have traveled extraordinarily well for these playoffs. They always, they always seem to though. They always travel well, yeah. But it's going to be like a home game for the Giants. I'm telling you right now. I would not be surprised if it was seventy thirty. Would not be. You might be right. I think it's flipped this week. I think somehow the thirteen and three Patriots are are the underdog in this game. I think
1: there's two things at play. Number one, the Giants, huh? Sorry, kid in play. Yes, right. Have you Um, seen some of
0: the? Who is the guy with the hairdo? Kid. No. (laughs) Thanks. One of the Patriots, either it's a Patriots DB or receiver, has a kid in play afro. Work. Oh no, I haven't. I have not seen that. It's magnificent. He has an eraser head afro. Oh, how nice. Yes, very good.
1: Go ahead. Two things at play. Two things at play. Number one, the Giants are are clearly the flavor of the month, right? They are the team that's on the roll.
2: They're the girl with the curl.
0: (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I
2: to say it. The the girl with the curl. The the Giants. Giants.
1: Yep. They're the Hollywood Starlets. They lighten up the big stage. Uh, they do everything the right way. They're the they go with the curl, the flavor, flavor of the month. That's what they are. And I think that I think the on a national scale they were here in New York for uh, you know for the for the early part of the playoffs. But then after after beating Green Bay, they went to Green Bay and 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 they beat Green Bay. And I think the national media picked up on the Giants as as the hot team. They're certainly the best. They're the team playing the best right now. They were of the four conference championship teams. So I think that that's that's number one. I think that's why everybody's on this giant bandwagon, and that's why they're picking them. They see the line set as the Patriots are favored. So, you know, everybody feels like they are going, you know, they're going out on a limb by picking the underdog. It's a trendy
0: pick. The two and a half point underdog.
1: Yeah, but I mean, it's all you know. Again, that's that whole perception thing. They are you know they can technically say I'm going with the underdog. Right. That's that's one thing, and the second thing is everybody everybody loves these stories. You can't you can't just watch a football game for the football game anymore. There's always got to be a story. There's always got to be some sort of you know Hollywood creation behind it, and this is very much like 2008 with the Giants. Everybody's all wrapped up in you know this is you know Giants miracle run, part two, and everybody's you know everybody's fallen fallen for it. The Giants fans certainly are. The Giants fans to a man are as 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 confident as I've ever seen a team in the Super Bowl be.
0: Yeah, it's it's wild, it's I, wild. and
1: and and it's a, and like I said earlier to you, it's it's a little short sighted. I mean, you, you, what you're doing is is you are not giving respect to a 13-3 and three team with a Hall of Fame coach and a Hall of Fame quarterback that has won three Super Bowls. You're basically just ignoring, ah, yeah, you know, don't, don't let the details get in the way. This is a giant story. This is a right. giant miracle run.
0: Right. We beat them four years ago. We beat them this year. Right. We didn't even have a good team when we
1: beat them, and now our team is so much better. You know, we got their number. Coughlin always beats Belichick. Yep. Yeah. So it's you know everybody everybody is all wrapped up in this and and I think that that's why so many people are picking the Giants. I don't necessarily agree with that tactic, and I'd be very careful to take that approach. But if but if you're asking me why everybody's on that bandwagon, I think that that's what's going on.
0: I I absolutely see things the same way, Cal. I totally do. I think it's um and, and I'm I'm genuinely surprised at the. Confidence that the giant fan has, and also the confidence that this team is displaying right now. I mean, they're yeah. they're 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 doing things and saying things that they ripped on. Now it's one thing for Antrell Roll to do it. Uh, he's been doing it all year. You know, he's he's been making guarantees, and we had this conversation today, right? And and it, I still haven't gotten an answer to the question, and I think it's a great one, and that is the Jets. Uh, are big talkers and the braggadocio, and the, which there's a word I can't say, but the bravado and the bluster and all this stuff. And the Jets are huge talkers. And Rex even admitted uh, in an interview after the season that he didn't, you know, maybe he didn't realize the pressure that it put on his team. And now it put a, uh, you know, a sort of a bullseye, especially on his offensive players, because the defense. They do want to hurt those guys maybe a little bit more, and we're taking shots and stuff like that. He didn't realize his talk was doing that. He was trying to put the pressure on himself, and he didn't realize it put the pressure on his team. Hopefully, mm-hmm. hopefully, you know, he, he's learning and they'll change a little bit. We'll, we'll see. Uh... But with the, with the Jets, all that talk makes the other team play harder. Right? Right. With the Giants, somehow it doesn't. Apparently. Why? why? Is that because they have a history of winning? I well, mean, I mean, are are the are the Patriots' defensive players taking that into account? Oh, you know, normally I would be really amped up for this game and want to make them eat their words, but it's the Giants. They're, well, a, guess, class, they're a classy organization. I guess they're kind of right. I, I I I maybe can't, I can't see maybe that. maybe we don't have a chance to win this game. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't I don't understand why you know smack talk and trash talk is is. Is what it is. If it makes one team play harder against that team, it should – like, do you, are you taking that into account? You're taking into account the fact that the Giants are a winning team, so you're not going to – oh, I don't want to take a shot at the Giants. You know, they can say whatever they want. They've won. They've won championships. Well, they're a classy organization that does things the right way. Right. So – you know, they, they they
1: get the benefit of the doubt all the
0: time. And and you know, we were talking about it with our buddy Dr. Ira e. and, and, and he said today and he's right, he's absolutely right why they get the benefit of the doubt in the media because they've backed it up. And the yeah. Jets haven't. Okay? The Jets haven't. But that doesn't take away from the point, why does that make a team play any less hard against them when they're talking smack? Than they do against the Jets. Like teams apparently want to shut the Jets up. And shut up, Rex Ryan, and stuff. Well, they don't want to shut up the Giants. Well, let's now. To be fair, we don't know
1: exactly how it's being reported in Boston. There could, there could be a spin up there that the Patriots are, you know, all we want to do is shut them up. You know, they they can they can talk all the right.
0: No, but Brian, it it may be. That's not even what I'm talking about. I'm talking about what we have heard for three years with the Jets is that Rex. (gasps) Rex has to shut up. He's making teams play harder against us. Right.
1: Oh, right, right, right. I see what you're saying.
0: And then from, you see that, a, like, from a giant, like a giant's
1: perspective, or a giant fan would think, why are these guys doing this? They're only going to make it harder for us. Like, like, like if if you if you injected truth serum into an Eli Manning, <laughs> what he would tell you is he doesn't really approve of the way that these guys are talking because it's just making life harder for him. Right, but
0: you that truth serum. First of all, that's four straight episodes you've gotten that in, by the way. Second of all, don't think I don't know. We're getting the T-shirts made, exactly. <laughs> um, but second of all, I don't think he cares, Eli. The, the, no, the Giants just don't seem to care because I, it's not it's not treated the same way. I don't know.
1: I, I I would tend to think that some of them in that room probably wish those guys weren't talking as much as they were. Like I said. Uh, and, and you're probably right, but
0: like I said, I feel like... But, that's
1: not, but you're right, that's not how it's being presented.
0: And we're told over and over and over again how all of Rex's talk, all of Rex Ryan's talk, all of the Jets' talk makes teams play so much harder against them. But apparently all this Giant talk is not going to make the Patriots play harder against them or want to beat them more. Well, well, here's the thing. They, the Giants always win. The Jets always lose. So there you go. Well, the Jets don't
1: always lose. No, but they lose. They lose a lot. They lose a lot of the big games because Rex Ryan
0: made it harder for them to win. Well, I th- but
1: I, 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 but
0: I, did they lose the game against the Patriots? Did he make it harder? Did he make it harder to win that game against the Patriots? I mean, you know, I, I understand that this year was a, uh, a, a catastrophe in, ter- in football terms. <laughs> it's Not a catastrophe in the world view. Let's put it in perspective. Put it in perspective. Bit. It was a catastrophe, but but. I understand that, but this is what we hear—we've heard for three years. The Jets talk, 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 and it makes teams play harder against them. They should just shut up and play, okay? I'm not even talking about winning the game or losing the game. Why Mm -hmm. is it not making the Patriots play harder against the Giants?
4: Well, why are they
0: why are they not riling up the the Patriots to make them play harder against them? I don't understand. I'm I am sure that it is. I feel shocked.
1: I am sure that this is riling. I am sure that every single one of these quotes is on the bulletin board in the Patriots locker room. I'm sure, but you're not getting that you're not getting that point of view from the media
0: no. they're not They're not calling the, the giants out back. and the patriots are are you know a lot of times with the jets over the last three years, we've seen the other teams say, Yeah, we're going to shut them up right, or we can't wait to shut them up right I mean, one of the patriots said it today about the jets. <laughs> yeah, the Jets. They're playing the Giants, but he yeah. was talking about the Jets, yeah. right? In any case, and anyway, uh, we're we're trying to do a shorter show, right? Uh huh. It's the Super Bowl show, though. We can go a little over. Yeah, we could start that next week. We we exactly. We need to bring pop culture PJ back in here because I want to talk about the uniforms. If anybody is still listening, if anybody
1: has hung in for an hour and a half or an hour and thirty eight minutes. Stick with us for a couple more minutes. We, we, minutes
0: got, we have some fun stuff to talk you're about. You're here. You might as well stay. Crack a beer. We'll
2: you know, why you, we doing my, a shorter uh, yeah, yeah. show? Who said short short show? <laughs>
0: uh, well, obviously it wasn't you because you can't even say it.
2: How does <laughs> short
4: short shows.
0: <laughs> Somebody's been drinking since we last had him on. Let's walk <laughs> back.
4: Uh, Pop so goes you. to
0: Chardonnay.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I had a few pops. What of it?
2: Um, look. A lot of downtime.
0: It's time for predictions, fellas. Time to make the predictions because then I wanna uh I have to ask uh you both about your favorite Super Bowl foods and then I want to talk about uh the uniforms. Forms. Do
1: you have a song for the predictions or no?
0: Oh yeah, we should we need a song. What do you think, Peach? You're the producer. Time for predictions, baby. Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> I
2: see the future. I made oh, it a
0: Mexican name.
2: <laughs> Prognostication. B. Ay, ay, ay. Calstradamus.
0: Sort of appropriate. Close. Sort of appropriate. Yeah. Let's you, uh Oh, you make go. predictions? That was perfectly rated, by the way. All right. Consider-
1: I'm boy. <laughs> I want PJ to make his predictions as George Gaines.
2: <laughs> oh <laughs> it's,
3: time,
0: it's time it's time for predictions for Super Bowl forty six. This again <laughs>
2: See it works. It works like It
0: that. really does. It does. Tagline. Giants versus. Patriots. This again?
2: It might work uh, too if you did the. Uh, well I was, I was going to use a racial epithet. I guess I can't do that.
0: Yeah, no. please, please don't. Although I, I, think uh, I should sound a little more like Tony Danza. that <laughs> I'm surprised at you, Super Bowl. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's too silly. Now you're clown. Jonathan, did you put the
0: Giants in the Super Bowl again?
2: Oh, Mona,
0: you look beautiful on the
2: Super Bowl. Angela, <laughs> what's with the Patriots? <laughs> Mona, you look beautiful on the Super Bowl.
4: Angela, how could you
0: go to the Super Bowl? Um... Yes, there will be. There will, I want you to do your uh, predictions as, uh, boy, we are really morning radio-ish tonight, by the way.
2: <laughs> There's been no sound effects. Hello, ring the bell. Ding, ding. Where's the bell? I've Where's the, the
0: siren? Just with the laughing.
2: We've wagga, doing, wagga, wagga. we have been cracking doing a me up. Lot of, I'm sorry.
0: We've been doing a lot of laughing. At least it's all been genuine and not one of us has been the laughing guy. Right, and, and
2: it's swabby. not like Swami coming out of nowhere with an impression. Look at that; that was, that was yeah, and then also, great.
0: right, and then also jumping up on the soapbox.
2: Yeah, well, no <laughs> politics. Well, Come on,
0: kissing kiss babies over there. Take it easy, Swam. All right, let's get the predictions. <laughs> I only have another eight seconds of this music. We're <laughs> like the CBS pregame show. That's
2: Swami Now, this is my son and my partner. <laughs> That's right. Are you sure you've yeah. seen oil in the field?
0: <laughs> Wait, why is that Ricardo monte Who is that? I don't know. How I don't did you know.
2: Make
0: Daniel Pla- How did you make Daniel Plain view like Hispanic? What did you just do? <laughs> <laughs> ¿Quién es más macho? Señor Lamas o Montalbán?
2: <laughs> it was transformative.
0: ¿Quién es más macho? Señor Lames o Montalbán? Speaking of, wow, we tied it back with Bill Murray. One of my favorite sketches of all time. It's just so good. The best is the way he says it as he's waiting for the answer. <laughs> so you're like, ¿Quién es más macho? Señor Lamas or Ricardo Mantoban. And then he's waiting and he's waiting. Quien es más macho? Señor Lamas o Mantoban. <laughs> he's like tapping the card. <laughs> good. Okay, Peach,
2: you go first. What do you got?
0: Prediction. Prediction for the
2: What are we talking season. about now? What am I doing? What?
0: <laughs> what are we talking about?
1: What are we talking
2: that? about? Sister Sledge. Double this guy. Sister <laughs> <Just a> Sledge.
3: <laughs>
2: you knew that. Where We'd were come... we? I dropped Just...
3: my
1: cards.
2: <laughs> Video 54? What? <laughs> Crap. Sister State Shack. Wait, what are we... What's happening? What's Sister... Just... Sister Sleep Sack? (laughs) What's the bad? Sister Staples?
1: Sister Scruples?
2: I'm the one with the laughing problem.
0: (laughs) Sister Sledge Funk? (laughs) Did you say Sister Shake Sack? I Is it. Is that worth? Well, All right,
2: slea stack. Sleafack,
0: slea stack. We had a uh, a band in high school that was called slea Stack Beach. Wow, a rival we... a rival band. You, you were remember serious, that? Remember that band, Cal? I do. Were they?
1: Was it singular or plural? Were they just slea Stack? It was slea Stack
0: from uh, yeah. the the
1: uh, land of the lost. Right. No, I I just I couldn't remember how they appropriated themselves.
2: <laughs> they were, do you remember they were... how to repel a stack. Uh, Whiskey. Negative. Punch Bright him in the light. nose. Bright light.
0: <laughs> Punch him in the nose. They're not sharks. <laughs> uh, um. And
2: that doesn't work, by the way.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: okay, Cal, fine. You. The Cal, you sharks.
2: They can swim in a circle.
0: I want to hear PJ, you go first. Go ahead, Peach. Come on. Give us a prediction on the game. Come on. Come on. Stop. Let's go. we got going to have turnover. Let's go. Come on.
2: I'm going to give it to the Giants. Oh. I'm going to predict a fierce back and forth. No blowouts. And uh, Belichick may refuse the, uh, the interview after the game.
0: Nice. Prop bet. Cal, predictions?
2: Again? Cal Well, come on. How, how many more
0: times are we going to be making predictions over the next few months? Not too many. <laughs> Got to use it when I can. All
1: right, Cal. Uh, I think that history is not going to repeat itself. I think that way too many things are lining up to be just right and to be just perfect. And I cannot... I'm, I'm going to. I am going to still root for the Giants in this game. I'm going to root for the Giants, but there is no way that I can reconcile in my head a Bill Belichick team losing two Super Bowls to not only any team in, in the Super Bowl, but specifically to the Giants. And I think Bill Belichick is, has been obsessed with winning this game more than any game probably in his career, and I see this as a New England Patriots victory, 27
0: to 24. Wow. All right, so I guess it's on me. Um, You know what, Cal? I would love to go with what you're saying. I agree with you to a certain extent. I think the Giants have been a very good team the last six or seven weeks. I think they've been a very opportunistic team as well. Um, there's a difference between being lucky and being uh, lucky and being able to take advantage of the luck that's given to you. You know, they got the punt off the returner's leg, but they still have to score. You know, they still have to take the opportunity. if that was the Jets this year, they would have went three and out and missed the field goal. So you still you still have to be good enough to take advantage of the fortuitous bounces that you do get. And they have gotten some, for sure. But they've also been very good at capitalizing on them. And I don't think that stops. I think that they uh, continue to to be able to capitalize on breaks. I think the Giants win this game. Here's why. The teams are very evenly matched to me. But the amount that the Giants' defense is better than the Patriots' defense is greater than the amount that the Patriots' offense is better than the Giants' offense. Greater
2: than? Less than or (laughs) bad. Or eat. (laughs) Do you see my point now?
0: No, I don't, because rated is a smart word, and it would have worked for a smart
2: crowd. I don't like you.
0: Jerk store is the line. (laughs) No, I I think uh, if you take these teams, and they both play mistake-free football, and we know that's probably not going to happen, but... Um, if they play mistake-free football, the Giants' defense is just so much better. And don't sleep on the Patriots' defense, by the way, just saying. They've only given up 66 points in the second half of the last 11 games. Okay, so that's 6.6 points a game, or, you know, less than 6.6 points a game in their last 11 games in the second half. They've been very good as the game has gone on, which is a good check, by the way. That would go back to the Giant game. When when the Giants
1: put 17 points up on them in the fourth
0: quarter. After that. That's correct. Yeah. On their 11-game winning streak. Right. uh, Or 10-game winning streak. They have allowed – that's it. 10 games, 6.6 points in the second half. Right. So – but I still think the Giants' defense is that much better than the Patriots' defense. And the difference between the uh, offenses, to me, is negligible. I think the pass is better, but not by much. That's how well Eli Manning is played. That's how many weapons he has at his disposal. I think the Giants win this one, and I think uh I think it's gonna be a cl- I do think it's gonna be a close game. I don't think it's gonna be a blowout, but I think the Giants get a touchdown late and win thirty to twenty. Wow. Thirty to it,
1: twenty. Wow. Giants 10?
0: It's ten, but it's ten late. I think it's a three point lead and then they maybe get up, you know, uh, some sort of 10, big it's play. big not really ten. Right. It's a close game, but it's like an interception return on the last drive or something or or a big Bradshaw run when they're trying to run out the clock, something like that. Or Victor Cruz breaks a big play or, you know, Uh, I I just think there's too many weapons for that, for the Giants on that offense.
2: What do you think about Madonna paying tribute to Cruz? Wait, what?
0: Is that what her
1: halftime
2: show is going to be? That's
0: a tribute to oh, Victor Cruz.
2: <laughs> yeah, she 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 did a dance for him at the press conference.
0: Oh, she did the salsa thing. Yeah. Because people like to say salsa. I uh, I I'm not quite ready to put Victor Cruz in directly in the Hall of Fame. I feel like we should probably wait a year or two before he goes to Canton. But it's close. Can, is it is it
1: fair to say that he at least doesn't have to pay for his ticket into the Hall of Fame right now?
0: Oh, certainly not. You know, it's a free bus ride. Um, yeah. So uh, we got a we got a couple more minutes here. Uh, two things, guys. One, uh, if I'm, this is the last game that we may see in the NFL that is going to look like an NFL game. What do you mean? Why? I'll tell you, Brian. I'll tell you the why. Johnny's Johnny's going legit. Uh, because Nike. Is now going to be making the uniforms for the NFL, and they have dropped hint after hint after innuendo after Michael Irvin commercial that they are going to change the look of the uniforms in the NFL. The Ree- Reebok's, uh contract is up. This is the last game we may see, and there's been wild stuff all over the internet um, about what the uniforms may look like. Nike for may do everything
2: you know. is true.
0: That's correct. <laughs> it's on the internet. I saw it on in a book on the internet. Um, that doesn't make any sense. Sixty <laughs> percent of the time, it works every time. Um, but what do you guys think of that? Do you? I sent you guys the links. You were taking a look at the uniforms and what they may look like. Of course, Nike has done college, right? They've done the the Oregon Ducks and the Maryland uh, uniform, the Terps uniforms that people went nuts about. Mm-hmm. Do you think that Nike would do something that drastic? A and B is a time for that in the NFL. Is it time for a new look?
2: A and B in week.
0: It's been a while.
2: Been uh weak.
0: what do you think, Cal? Uh A. Oh. I
1: don't think it's going to be as dramatic as it may appear. I've seen those mock-ups of potential uniforms. They are they, p, the, those who are responsible should be locked away for a long time. Wow, it's ridiculous. Oh, that's a little harsh, Brian. It's a football well film. Well, hey, that's how I feel. I'm listen. I'm I'm a traditionalist when it comes apparently, to this stuff. Apparently,
0: you want to put them in the stocks in the yeah. uh, town squares. <laughs> Public
1: humiliation. <laughs> <It's stuck> <laughs> uh, the, the the big thing is that. The team or the organization has to approve these changes. This is not, there's, there's kind of a misnomer here that Nike's going to come in and nike buy all of the uniforms in the NFL next year, and they're all going to look like the Argon Ducks, and they're all going to have seven different combinations to wear. But it, it can't just be like that. The team has to go along with it. So you're going to get a lot of teams, a lot of classic teams, that, that are not going to want to change their look. You're going to get some teams that are open to it, so you may see a sprinkling of some of these crazy outfits football <laughs> costumes that they wear, <laughs>
0: um and b
1: do I, like I think not that using they sh- the
2: right words
0: yeah i don't i don't think that means what you think it means <laughs> and b uh i
1: don't i don't think that they should be going for radical changes you want to you want to tweak here and there i'm i'm i am all for the tweaking i have no problem Ooh. with the tweaking i i don't need uh Extreme home makeover football team edition. Thank you. <laughs>
0: Peach?
2: Love it. Make it as radical as you can. If it stinks, change it.
0: Love. Oh, wow. That's it. Need we say more? Punky, What do you think, Steve?
2: I, I am
0: really on the fence about this because I, I tend to be a bit of a uniform traditionalist myself. I mean, look. Let's be honest. Who of us has not? All right, other than PJ, who of us has not? You know, found that um, feature of Madden to be fantastic, where you can make your own uniforms. Come on, I've done it. You've done it. We've all done it. I've been I've been caught
1: doing it for more time than I should be. That's. We're still talking about uniforms, right? Yeah. uh, Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 But but, uh, I. For some of the the Nike stuff that I saw, I don't think they're going to do color scheme-wise and, and the crazy designs and stuff-wise. <clears throat> I do think, though, that the uniform is going to look a lot different in terms of technology because they're trying to make it like really – it looks like gladiator-ish but modern. I, I don't know. It's going to be – it's going to look a little like uh, – I mean if, if some of the changes go through, it's going to look a little like any given Sunday for sure. <laughs> yeah. With uh, with some of these uh, with some of these uniforms, uh, but I I would be open to a little change. It might be time to move away from the, you know, as long as it still looks like football, I'm okay. I think see, I think the ducks uniforms are that's a good time to me. But it's age. Oh, I, I hate that. Really? Yeah,
1: I I just I can't.
0: That's a I good time. I can't
1: to support that.
0: You can't get behind that.
1: No. It's a good time to me. I think. Hey, how about? Cool. How about the story about Adrian Peterson? This was this was a great story. Yeah, about him changing his number. Yeah, and in the past, if you wanted to change your number, you then had to buy up the remaining lot of jerseys that were manufactured, right? Because they didn't want to be stuck with them. Right. Reebok had that deal. All right. Right. I think I think uh, Chad Ochocinco had had to buy up all the Chad Jackson, Chad Johnson jerseys.
0: Right. He had to buy the Chad Jackson ones too, and he had no and, idea why all of them they made him do both It's <laughs> not really fair I don't even know who this Chad Jackson guy is <laughs> that is that is the sign of
1: an effective name change that I couldn't even remember his previous name that's right he is just Ocho Cinco it worked
0: but that's hey. but it's, it's a pretty cool story how about the prop bets on Ocho Cinco Cal what are the prop bets on Ocho Cinco that he sees the field I haven't seen them <laughs> that I think the over under on catches between him and Edelman like I think Edelman's like plus two Wow. So I think you can take Edelman plus two. You can get two points or you know, two receptions for Edelman. Watch him, watch him go and have like seven for 125. Is he even going to play? Is he active? I think he's going to be active. Okay. You'd be an idiot if you're the Patriots not to keep him active for the game. And just send him on a fly pattern five times. And well, if he gets he, behind somebody. The only thing is if, is if somebody's hurt and you need to, to use that roster spot for somebody. I you know I I, I, I act who who are they going to activate as a receiver who's that that fifth guy I mean well, I'm not say- I'm not saying as a
1: receiver but I'm saying like you know if Gronkowski winds up not playing and they needed another tight end or something
0: I, I don't know but uh, then Gronkowski would be inactive like is there a, is there a receiver on the path I, I, I would keep him active that's all I'm saying. I I agree plus I want to see him in the game yeah personally okay last question we solved that we I think we solved the uniform thing quite well. Done. Book it. Finished. Next. I'm having a Super Bowl party. Right? I want you guys to come over. What food do I need to have there? What's the staple? PJ, will start with you. The steeples? The, I'm having... The scruples? I'm having I like a... i am
2: having like a sandwich? A super,
0: a super Bowl... No, you gotta be... I need specifics here. I'm putting together a menu. I'm having a specific... I need specifics on Valentine's Day.
2: I need the Italian sandwich, I need some wings, and I need one variety of beer.
0: And that variety is?
2: It doesn't matter. The Super Bowl is not the time to come out with my seven frou-frou beers. (laughs) Hey, look what I homebrewed. Exactly. This is not the time. I don't want to know about micro-brews today. I don't need to, to have the
0: uh, lesbian
1: chipmunk ale. I don't need to have that. Right. I got a special Super Bowl batch I've been preparing since November. So you guys November will love it. <laughs>
2: today,
0: today is not the day for chipmunk uh, brown squirrel nut zipper. Uh, Certainly
1: not today of all days.
0: Why am I obsessed with uh, these, like, squirrels and chipmunks and doing these? Well, bull- because it's <laughs> hug Day. That's why. Maple nut honey coffee beer lager. Pilsner. I don't out. need
2: any of that. No, put out one, whatever it is. Okay. Is, is it a silver bullet? Fine.
0: So i got to yeah. have Italian hero, i got to have wings. Can you give me a heat index, please?
2: Oh. Oh, all the way. Go big. The wings the wing, the wing should always be a challenge.
0: Okay. <laughs> you, should, you should get some sort of prize for eating them. Always. Right. <laughs> <clears throat>
2: Maybe a sip, a
0: sip with a friend pass. Okay. Uh, Cal, your menu.
1: You gotta have you gotta have
0: chips. You gotta have uh, tortilla chips and salsa. Okay, basic. Must, okay. Much
1: okay. must be there. Uh, would would also hurt. Wouldn't hurt if you had some nacho cheese. <laughs> okay. Could wouldn't kill you. To have an alternative to the salsa. Wouldn't kill you. And what else? Uh, your potato chips. You know pretzels, all that stuff. Uh, for your meal, I like a pizza on the Super Bowl Sunday. Is that right? I like a I like a I like a nice slice of pizza. Not just like a regular pizza, but I'm, you know, something you class it up a little bit with some sausage or some C- sort of C- some C- C- Sicilian. C- Sicilian to be okay. Nice. You know, and I I wouldn't just, you know, like you get a pizza on a Friday night for the family. I wouldn't do that for the Super Bowl. You got to go do something a little special, but I I tend to like pizza on Super Bowl Sunday.
0: All right. So, I got to have the uh I gotta have Italian uh, hero. I'm gonna have wings, hot as balls. None, gonna, none of
1: none of this is wrong. You could have all of this at the same party. I'm gonna have all of this at the no, same. party. No, some of
0: it's wrong. Yeah, oh, my <laughs> stuff probably right. <laughs>
1: you don't right know how I to run. Say
2: now. I don't want to. <laughs> you know, I don't want to make the place uncomfortable.
0: That's all right. You don't yeah. know how to run your plate, Junior. Um, That's right. You like. I don't love bread. You love bread. We could we could do an entire episode where we just quote Fatso like every fourteen minutes.
2: Oh, let's definitely do a tribute to Fatso one. <laughs> we
0: should we should do a podcast about Fatso. Oh my goodness. Uh, I can't even watch that movie.
2: Um, underrated. <laughs> tremendously <laughs> yeah. underrated. And yes. overlooked.
0: <laughs> yes. And uh further and farther. And farther. From rated. Far- uh, from, from from overrated. Um Okay, I like this menu. I'm gonna throw two things into the mix here, boys. You ready? I need Gino's pizza rolls, pizza rolls, of course I gotta have, them. I gotta have them. of course just, it's just it's I gotta have Gino's pizza rolls, and you know what else It's I'm the thinking? best part of the pizza without the pizza. you know
2: <laughs> Wow, our paid sponsor tonight.
0: Ready to unload, brought to you by Gino's Pizza Rolls. That's not the pizza rolls, though. That's
1: the that's the polio string cheese. That's I'm the polio string cheese, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> we,
0: could, we couldn't even do the tagline for the sponsor correctly. I had it wrong. And I'm now fired. We, now we have no one. <laughs> uh, and then the other thing I can't believe you guys overlooked. I mean, the wings, great call. Chips and dip, obviously. French onion dip, by the way, Cal, I'm going to throw in there with some rough. Yeah,
1: with the, with the potato chips, yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, i got to throw this Fellas, pigs in a blanket. Come on. Yeah, I I was thinking that. Come on now. When you mentioned
1: the pizza rolls, I forgot I had remembered.
0: It's not a party. I mean, it's not a Super Bowl party without the pigs in a blanket. What are we doing for dessert? Anything? Chocolate chip cookies. Chocolate chip cookies, nice. All right, PJ? More beer. (laughs) I
2: I don't tend to do a lot of sugar. (laughs) uh, Right. On Super Bowl Sunday.
0: But on Super Bowl Sunday... As opposed to the other three, three hundred and sixty-four days a wash. So years, you, know what, you know
2: what happens? This is this is actually what happens. The uh, the nacho <laughs> platter that's usually out there, piled high with the cheese and 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 the jalapenos and the beef. It usually was made way too big. So by the time you'd get to like a dessert time, that sort of congealed into what looks like a giant rotting head. <laughs> And you just kind of pick apart the head. You pull the ears off it. It's just this big, hard, nasty right. cheese mess with beef grease on it, and it's awesome. And you just keep right. picking at it and drinking the beer and picking at it. And later on, you're a little bit uh, agita.
0: Yes, you got it. You got it, the agita. And it, yeah. is there a better word for what cheese does out in the open than congealed?
2: Congealed, that's what it does. No, I know. I mean, I. It, it's, first of all, it's It ashes. still follows your arteries, by the way.
0: And second of all, it sounds like what the cheese does, like I think it perfectly describes what has happened to the cheese. Well, that's right. on the isn't it
2: <clears throat> It's not <laughs> closed I, I don't think it is No? on the
0: Onomatopoeia. potato didn't they open up for sister Burlap sledgebunk?
2: Sister Shakedown Shakedown.
0: Shockdown.
2: Sister the Shocky. Sister the
0: Shocky. Sister Shockdown.
2: Sister
0: Shocky. Sister Shocky. They were tremendous. Staten Island Chuck opened up. What a show.
2: Absolutely. Sister Saxophone. My what? cheese They did <laughs> Clarence Clemens all night.
0: My cheese totally congealed though during the show. It sucked. It was Sister Shakedown, Sister Sledge Funk Burlap. I think we've nailed it, fellas. I think that's it. I think let's do it. Let's get out of here. Well, we still have The car, to- yeah. the car is running. Let's go. <laughs> there we go. All right. Uh, that's going to do it for episode 304 of Radio Unloaded Talent. Sam Pete, the podcast. Guys, guess what? We're on iTunes. Look, no kid. I swear to God. Go to the iTunes store, search Ready to Unload, and there we are. Get every episode, subscribe. It's free, Cal. Any pincher.
2: Hey. By the way, don't search RTU because you'll get a, a, a Love Live show.
0: Yeah, don't search RTU. And whatever you do, don't search Just Unload. Nope. <laughs> that gets filthy. Uh, PJ Final Unload.
2: Well, if I could have found someone to uh, to gamble with uh, the boxes, I would have chosen were four, seven, and eight.
0: All right, excellent. Cal, final on I got nothing except that I'll be happy when this game is over.
1: I just, you know, it, it's a good game. It's the Super Bowl, but I'm, I'm, frankly, I'm just just tired of it. I'm just, just tired again. of it. Here,
2: here we go again
0: and, <laughs> and uh, my final unload is uh, yeah PJ you nailed it I and Cal I'm right with you I want a box with 7 and 8 and I want this game to be over <laughs> Super Bowl 46
2: this again Samantha I'm getting too old for this
0: <laughs> let's not let's not go lethal weapon on it <laughs> uh See everybody next week when football will be over. We'll talk about hockey. We'll talk about the baseball season coming up. We'll talk about all kinds of stuff. Probably Punky Brewster, too. Thanks, everybody. Have a great night.